Hi folks, welcome back to another episode of Reload Podcast. I'm your host, Connor McCann, and joining me as always are... Lee Maxwell. And Nigel Lamont. And this is an extra special episode. As long-term listeners, anyone over a year will know, we have a little tradition we like to call the Reload Podcast Christmas Party, and this is it, folks. Yes. Whoop, whoop. So it's a pretty standard episode from all points of view, except with added alcohol and most likely added regret. Because all three of us are... On alcohol yes, today. for the first time. Yeah, and we're being responsible. Nigel's staying over at the Rideau Country Mansion. Yes, we're getting, I'm in the West Wing tonight. Yes, we're suitably sauced. Um, it's, well, we're well rubricated as it starts. Yes. Nigel, Rub- rubricated? Rubricated as you can. Oh, right, ah, it's going well. It's going well. <laughs> yes. I thought Nigel was the one that's being What could go wrong, I thought, tonight? <laughs> Obviously, yes, everything. Yes, so... Uh, Grab your box of celebrations, light your fire... We're Cozy going up for your it. loved ones and listen to us talk crap. And please don't phone your solicitor. No. <laughs> so this will be fun and a bit of a shit show. We're going to try something a bit different. We're going to make a few phone calls, see how that goes. It may not go at all, but we'll Do give it a go. you Station, are you? Babe Station. Think I've ever phoned Babe Station in my life. Maybe I should start. Anyone under a certain age will not understand no, that reference. over the head. Is Babe Station still a thing? I don't even know. No. Do you know what? Adult channels I like your are still... Face there. Is, that, is that still a thing? I get my porn for free on the internet. <laughs> I'm not babe station. There are still adult channels in hotel rooms. Oh, well, I'll leave that to you then when mm. you're away. There is, you go. Is there Lee? Yes. <laughs> Excellent. That sounds like research has been done. Well, I did say this would be a bit of a shih tzu episode, and here we go. Yes. Yes. We're off to a good start. We're straight mm-hmm. in. So, uh, we'll just kick off with our... Totally normal segment of... Let's just wish everybody a Merry Christmas, first of all. Fuck your festive Happy Christmas, everybody. Yes. Richie Brown will be turning off. Go on, Connor. Happy Christmas, reluctantly. Right, Scrooge, thanks very much. (laughs) It's the 9th of December. Well, it'll be middle of December. Ah, fair enough. If you're listening to this at Christmas, happy Christmas, folks. I'm here for the alcohol. That's why I'm here. Festive cheer. Mm. All up in this bitch. Festive beer. Festive beer all up in this bitch. Festive beer. Speaking of which, what are you drinking? Well, I myself have a rather delightful New Zealand Sauvignon Blanc. Nigel? I've went from a Belgian beer to an Italian beer. I'm a beer Moretta right now. Oh, a strong choice. I won't comment on your wine because the last time I drank wine, I think I was 15 or 16, drank, got onto the third bottle and threw up everywhere. So that was a bad move. Mm. Not even Buckfast wine, white wine. I was a connoisseur connoisseur of the wine, yeah. I think at that point I just would have drank anything and it all went bad. What am I on? Gentleman Jack. It did run out of my maker's mark, which was devastating, so I'm on the Gentleman Jack tonight. Just run on that. What Just slumming it. What was your first alcoholic drink? That I can remember, because yeah. there's pictures of me, my dad giving me beer on my dummy, like dipping it in, like on the lawn when I was a bit two, which is probably why I like beer. Most people don't, like when they're young. First I can remember was probably beer, possibly Jack Daniels, because my dad drank Jack Daniels, and that's where I picked it up from. Didn't have to go too far to look for some. I think I had a few like wee sips of Bucks Fizz and stuff but for years I didn't like wine or beer or anything and when I started kind of drinking as a teenager I drank alcohol pops so it would have been probably Hooch or Reef yeah you're aging yourself there yeah like, or uh, Concord Strawberry Concord oh, that's I have nice. a definite memory of oh, that Concord has yeah. a throwback uh, definitely <laughs> I think my first experience of alcohol was in the Duke of Edinburgh trip at vodka and orange juice. Being very responsible yeah. as you were, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I had lots of navigation to do. Aye, that would go down well when you're blocked. <laughs> yeah, my parents were pretty liberal with alcohol for me. I think they realised from a young age when they see me drinking in the house that I wasn't an asshole with drink. As Lee will tell you, I'm generally more 
Laid back him. Yeah. I just envision you sitting on the sofa there, 12 years old, shouting, Dad, is there any more vodka? Steaming. <laughs> uh, having the time of my life. No, that's one thing he doesn't drink is vodka. Oh, no. He had a bad night in vodka, one night oh, in the dear. box. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll not talk about that. Um, yeah, so. Was it the box or Lindsay's box? <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> Hope Lindsay doesn't listen to this. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. <laughs> that was a dumb shed throwback. <laughs> so, yes, uh, this is a normal episode, folks. Guys, what's new with you? Literally <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Well, I have had a bit of an adventure this past week. Uh, it hasn't been normal, has it? It hasn't. And normally I'm one of these, you know, every, every week or every fortnight, it's like, well, what's new car-wise? And I'm like, fuck all, because I've been at work. So this past week... I was in Galway uh, working and, you know, the good superb never lets me down. Leaving Galway Thursday afternoon because it was off on Friday because it was my birthday on Saturday and I'd booked a long weekend. Thinking, great, got finished up reasonably early, thought I'll be home at a reasonable time. Great weekend. Set the cruise ready to start. And get up the road. And off we go. go. Yep. So started the car and it was a wee bit, you know, like lazy to start. Like, it started, but just took a wee bit longer than normal. But I thought to myself, it's cold, you know, it's a big diesel. Yeah. It's fine. But an engine management light came on, and I went, hmm, strange. But didn't, thought no more of it, other than it'll probably go off in a minute. It was just because it took a wee second to start. I feel like we should have dramatic music in the background, Connor. It's it's looming here, isn't it? Mm. It's common. Well, you can tell where it's going. So about four miles outside of Galway, when it, once it got up to, you know, normal operating temperature, then it didn't stop at normal operating temperature. It kept going and it was rising on the gauge, was getting towards the red. I was on the motorway and I was like, oh, so I pulled over, you know, popped the bonnet, looked as best as I could see. It was full of coolant, no lakes, no, nothing obvious that I could tell. Um, It was giving me... Mike has all the infotainment thing that tells you all the errors and yeah. things that are wrong. And it was giving me a screen wash warning, but that obviously wasn't what was wrong. So I thought, I'll try and top up the screen wash to get that warning to go away to see what's left. Will it then tell me what's wrong? But it didn't. So I says, what else can I do except go on and see what happens? So I got back on the road again. And I soon discovered if I sat about 50, it was okay. But once I went above 50, or if you were going up a hill or anything where it was under load, the temperature would start rising again and had to slow way down. So eventually thought, right, bad job. Something's obviously quite badly wrong. VR6 time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that'd be great for fuel, fuel economy. Rang Connor, he didn't answer. Standard practice. Yeah. Uh, rang Stefan, shout out Stefan. I'm surprised that fucker answered because he does not answer the phone. <laughs> Um, said to him like what do you think you know sort of in the back of my head was like it's obviously one of a couple of things and he says yeah it sounds like it's the water pump so shout out to Stefan who basically diagnosed the whole problem over the phone because he's Mr. Diesel so luckily our good friend and listener Paul Glennon and previous guest and previous guest uh, has a garage just outside of Dublin so I managed I phoned him told him the crack he says no problem bring it in I'll plug it in and see what's wrong um, limped it to Dublin at like 50 miles an hour. That must have been absolute torture for you, Lee. It was painful, I have to say. <laughs> um, As I say, your cruise, cruise control is usually 130 miles an hour. It is, yeah. 
That guy probably never went as slow as far in his life. <laughs> no, probably not. Maybe with the previous owner. Anyway. <laughs> Got it to Paul's. Paul's Place. Paul's Place is lovely. If you've never been to it, highly recommend uh, Motorfix. I was going to say, how are they going to get there if they don't know where it is? Yeah. Um, he plugged it in and he says, I described the symptoms. He said, agreed with Stefan on my phone diagnosis, which was the water pump. Uh, but he said, the only fault that's shown on the engine is a glow plug. And that possibly explained why it was a wee bit lazy to start. So long story short, I have now had... It was due, common due for a belt anyway. I think the service interval on the belt is like 120. And it's 105 or something on it now. So time belt, water pump, DSG service, which I've been talking about for probably two months. DSG oil <laughs> is mental money now. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But I was I wanted to get booked in with Andy, but it's just never been the right time or had a day off where I can take it to him or whatever. And I wanted to take it to an independent because when you take it to the dealer, they only do the oil and not the filters. Yeah. Yep. And I wanted the filter done. So I says, while it's here, would you mind? So it's now had that DSG service, both thing and filter. And then when he phoned me back to tell me it was ready, he says, by the way, had a look over everything and your pads are rightly down. And funnily enough, I had only been saying to you the week before that I've never done pads on that car and I've had it for over two years and it's an auto. Mm -hmm. Like surely I should have done pads by now. Um, So he had said, you know, if your light's not on, it's about to come on. So I just said, just do pads as well. So fair play to Paul. Um, Paul, you out of a serious hole and got you going. The big superb got a makeover, basically. Yeah, did. Um, And I had a courtesy car to to come home in, which was a bit of a change from the normal. A good Mark 6. A Mark 6, 1.6 diesel. Powerhouse. Manual, which I obviously haven't driven manual for a while. Um... You know things you miss when you just get used to a certain standard of living, let's say. Where you're spoiled. Where you're absolutely spoiled. And this, obviously being slightly older, didn't have Bluetooth, didn't have all the things that I'm used to. And I was a wee bit like, I feel like such a dick, but I actually really miss like my steering wheel controls. And <laughs> Yeah, if I got into that thing from my 2001 Bora, I think this thing was super modern. Yeah. You are dropping back. <laughs> but listen. Not shitting on the car because I was very grateful to have it to get me home and uh, did the job, absolutely. The one thing I did miss, I have to say, my toll tag. Ah, yeah, I never thought of that because then you have to start paying the tolls. You have to pay all the tolls. To, and you have yeah. to re- remember to pay your M50 toll and Always all this bollocks. Always from them scam artists. But you're also forgetting that, that car is registered to Paul and his business, so no, let him take the fines and he's all good. Flat out. Just Don't do listen laps. to them, Paul, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I would do it. <laughs> Then him and Mick would be on the phone or breaking my knees at some point. But good news is, got the car back. It's running like a sweet and happy days. All is well again. You know what's great though? When you can take it to somebody like that, you were saying you wanted to take a dandy. And obviously Paul, you know, people you can trust. It's absolutely yeah. great to get doing that. Absolutely. Yeah. And somebody you can leave it with and, you know, they're not going to rip you off. It's one of these things. Like the pads were going to be needing due done. And with me being on the road all the time, like I, I just need the car all the time. So it's not... That's it's hard it. to get a day off to drop it in somewhere to be without it. Do you know what I mean? So The time to do it is now when it's done. Do it dying. all in one go. Yeah. Yep. Right in the mouth of Christmas. Well, hard that, to beat. That was the unfortunate <laughs> part, but here, it is what it is. It was going to need done at some point. So. Aye. Um, other news with me. I've got an address here for Paul's Motofix place, if you mm-hmm. want it. Go. 
Just give a shout out. Yeah, go for yeah. it. Uh, it's Unit A, Weatherhill Business Park, 9A Lock Road, Clondalkin, Dublin 22. That, that place, yeah. And we have a 30% off reload podcast discount for that. Do we? Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> just quote in, reload podcast. Go in and tell them Connor <laughs> sent you. You get That's... 30% and you get a £1,000 cashback. Yes. Yes. And Paul will wash it for you personally yes. in his boxers. Yeah. There you go, folks. <laughs> Shout out to Motofix. better than that. <laughs> So, Motofix in Dublin. There you go. If you're in the area, give them a shout. Yeah. Um, other bits of news with me. It was my birthday last weekend. Happy Ooh. birthday. Thank you. And uh, I got some, as usual, car-related birthday presents, courtesy of the man himself. Myself, truly. So, it's a tradition, I think we've mentioned this before, about birthday and Christmas, where I get, like, a car-related present and a girly-type no. present, usually. Yeah. So this year I got a rebuild kit for the steering rack of the Jetta. Because mm. nothing says I love you and happy birthday. Oh, it's just Like long. a safe steering kit. Yes. Correct. Although don't, don't drive that, into that big concrete wall. The Jetta's steering wheel, when you turn I it. I didn't renew your life insurance policy. <laughs> <laughs> There's a tiny squeak in it mm-hmm. and it is infuriating. Like when you turn initially, it's like squeak, squeak, squeak. And you're like, oh. and it's one of those things you don't hear it. And then when you do hear it, you can't not hear it. Well, so this was a present for you, really, is what you're saying? I'm thinking of your sanity. No, you're thinking of your own. (laughs) Yes, good present, Connor. (laughs) Oh, yes. (laughs) And what else do you get? F1. I can't think you're actually thinking about this. Oh, oh yeah, I know what it was. Is this so, something that shouldn't be aired? No, <laughs> this is this is this is big shit. This was this was big shit. I was thinking so, you molded something, Connor. Oh, it didn't take much clay for that. I'll tell you. <laughs> it was very funny. So, about a few days before this, I was in the shower. Now, this is not a dirty story, by the way. Um, it's cleaner in the shower. Absolutely. So, <laughs> no cleaner spot. I just it's going really well. I happened to really notice. Well. There's a bottle of shower gel in our shower, like a quite a big, clear bottle, and it's uh, that like fragrance-free, zero pH, like um, stuff that I use for my tattoos, and uh, so I don't use it very often. But it was gone, and I and I and I don't use it. So it's yeah, just... I was like, oh, wonder where that is, and then thought no more of it. And then when I unwrapped my second birthday present, <laughs> it was the bottle of shower gel. Which was now empty. <laughs> like, okay. Because I like to be cryptic. Oh. So it turned out, what, I took the top off and inside the bottle, which I thought was empty because it was very light, was a new Jetta C badge for the Jetta. Oh, The Holy Grail. Absolutely. I'm just that face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was honest. He's just like, I done good. <laughs> I was honest. I have to be honest. I had help from a listener. Oh, yep. shout out. I told you, Lee. You did? Jack Rice, knew of the mini, it was yep. it. And he had a big hand in that, found it, tracked it down to Holland. And Gosh. I was like, oh my God. And I initially said to him, do not send that to Lee. I, and he was like, get a bot right now. And then, but this, <laughs> this was, is what it's all about. This website. This is what it's all about. Do you remember the GeoCities website? So you used to get like in 2005, they were like the most basic of basic. Yeah. This website was this. And I looked at it and went, I'm getting scammed, but fuck it, I'm going to try it here anyway. And about a couple of weeks later, this thing arrived, much to my surprise. Miracle. And then I hit up my sock drawer for 
months and I was eating at me I couldn't tell her and then I was like we kept getting messages about the New York badges and stuff and I was like please don't message that man please don't message that man <laughs> <laughs> so that worked well yes it was awesome thank you again excellent what about yourself uh, my other things uh, garage progress I'm very excited about this yes I think the last time I was talking about the ground prep yeah it was ready for concrete yep so we now have concrete I like it. Um, you got fa- a schleb? Got a schleb. No AIS-200s were present. Ready for burnouts. Uh, so that's, the concrete's ready for a shed, but I'm seriously doubting whether a shed will be up for Christmas now. Has he told you it will be? Uh, he hasn't been yeah. in contact with me, so obviously <laughs> it isn't before the year. Yeah. Ah, you'll get it. He's very busy because every few days on his Facebook, there's a new shed, there's a new shed, there's a new shed. Honestly, yeah, like the... When I was getting ours up, and it was like just constant, they work all over Ireland too. Yeah. And like they're a small enough firm based out of Dungannon. And like he would be messaging me, be like, Oh, I'm coming back up the road from Cork here in the lorry. You know, they were very, very busy. Yeah. So, yeah, I was hoping before Christmas, but I don't think it's happening now, basically. Because I would say to him, he would email back basically or phone me to say, Hi. Yeah. So. Oh, that's good. Here, something to look forward to. Yeah, absolutely. And get her, get her wired. Get all kitted out. Yeah. yeah. Shelving, stuff like that. Hard Should to be beat. Good. Also, Jack, my son, his car was up for MOT there. So, took it for MOT, you know. Mm-hmm. As um, you do. He's, he's, he had never been to MOT before. So, he says, would you take it across? Mm-hmm. I said, well, he wanted to come with me. So, we went across and they failed it. Because well, f- that's a standard car, isn't it? Pretty yeah, standard yeah. anyway. Um, bit, of pain, bit of play in the ball joint. And there's too much play in the handbrake. He's getting the full experience. I like it. Yeah, Starting so, strong. Uh, yeah, it failed. So good experience for him. And left it back up to Andy then. Uh, it needed new cables, basically. Ah. And a ball joint on it. So he, I was working Friday, but he got through an MOT. Happy days. Um, He'll never know the full experience of getting to go into the MOT centre and sit and watch the car on the ramp and then you sneak that, a photo of it. That'll never come back. No. I would say for insurance purposes, it suits him to keep people outside. Yeah. Because it was a bit crazy when you think about it. You're letting people walk across four live lanes with cars mm-hmm. coming through. You had pets, you had ramps, you had rollers, you know. I'm surprised nobody went, I got a wee claim here and dive into well, that. The NCT down south, what way does it work? I've, I've never done it, so I'm not sure. No, I don't know either. No. 43% of our listeners will be screaming at the minute. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, car-wise, I don't think of anything else really to talk about. Apart from a date announcement. Oh, a date announcement? What have you got first? Yeah, there's a wee show called Dubshed coming up. <gasps> Never heard of that one before. Yeah. So I don't, I don't have nightmares about it. First and second. <laughs> the date is first and second of April. Officially. 2023. Excellent. Uh, tickets go on sale. Well, they've been on sale. This will go out on Wednesday, so Sunday. We'll have a few days. Um, they'll be on sale. We're really looking forward to it, to having people back in. It's almost like there'll be a good Christmas present. Here. Who would have thought? Now you're talking. Uh, yeah, tickets go on sale. It will be on sale by the time this goes live. And then the entries as usual will be uh, car entries will be the 28th, I think it is. 28th of December. So if you want to enter a car 20th of December. That's when it's opening up. Yep. Happy days. So hopefully you can all make it. 2023 kicking off strong. Yeah, absolutely. I love to hear it. it. Yes, it should be good fun. Yeah, definitely. Is that you? 
That's me. Uh, myself then, I haven't done very much car-wise. I was doing a wee bit of the least jetter there, and then with a bit of a break. Um, you might have seen I did get a delivery from Anakem. Ross, yes. Ross sent me a... Ross is a legend. There's no such thing as a normal delivery from Ross. No, there's not. And he sent me his rather large package, shall we say, which was written all over the box. Um, Impressive. It was. So shout out to Ross for sorting me out. I actually ordered one of like, the um, like alcohol-rated uh, spray bottles you know, for putting fluids and stuff into for working around because I always end up with aerosols and then it's a, half the aerosols you get is more propellant than it is actual stuff in it so top the ball up work away it's all good but i did get quite a laugh plus he knows me well he listens to the podcast we slab a pepsi max tucked away in the bottom of it man knows his customer he does i pulled the stuff out and it was like this is very heavy very heavy in the bottom of this what's going on here and i was like is this fucking he just sent me like free stuff or something what i looked in it was like oh even better the best free pepsi. stuff free pepsi so connor are you an influencer well, I was referring to it as my influencer Pepsi, and <laughs> and I was quite disappointed. Let me just go to the fridge here to get a tin of my influencer Ma- Pepsi Max. I can always talk. I did have to get the old bump back to earth a couple of days later when I had to buy my own Pepsi Max afterwards. I was like, it's just not the same. No, I got a taste of the sweet life, you know. Influencer Max is the best. It was, yes. It's just that. It's not like when someone else makes you a sandwich. It's exactly how you'd make it, but it tastes better because mm. someone else put the effort in yeah. pretty much. But yes, thank you to Ross and Anakim. That was good. Um, I've basically been trying to plan perfect, out. Perfect time for to say if you're looking for Christmas present. Of course. Yep. Get a head package up. together, Ross. Yeah. Yes, Ross will send you his massive package. Yep. And, and right all over it. There'll be smiles all around with his package. Yes, there will indeed. Yeah. Uh, you're right, Lee. <laughs> just saying about Ross's package there. Yeah. Um, uh, other than that, I've just sort of planning what I'm going to do over winter. Sort of a few things I want to do to the guards, the things I want to do to the cars. Stefan graciously left us off with the engine crane last night. We're Thank you, Stefan. Taking that out of the van at half one in the morning, which was good in the frost. Um, That's a perfect time. To it was indeed. Yep. Yeah. Um, reason for that? Because he was here to that time. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> um, no one was here to tell him to go home. Basically, he's probably like. Jess, I better go. While I'm here, do you want to take this engine crane out? I love it. Uh, should we tip a drink out for Stefan? Who pour one out. should have been here today. He should have been here, but alas, he is having issues. And we'll leave it at that. He's poorly. He's poorly, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, all in that, we had the Shed 62 Christmas dinner last weekend. We did. Um, Sorry I couldn't make up. Fairly uneventful, other than the fact that we're all steaming, or most of us were steaming, yeah. but there was nothing, no fights, no rows, no arguments. You and Lee and uh, Gavin from Blackline Performance basically propped our table up and it was just chaos. Our dark horse, Gavin. He is. Downshire Hotel, yeah. Downshire, yeah. Superb establishment. Feed wasn't just as good this year, but oh. the alcohol was flowing, I'll tell you that. I'm going to up for next week. Who is this? My work day's there next ah, week. That's a strange place for you guys, hi. Huh? Yeah, never oh, thought of that. Boys, I mean, oh, down I that move, part of the world. I job now, so aye, happy days. Down that way. But no, it was it was uh, it was a good night. If you're up, as many as it's going, uh, I think there's eight or nine. It's a small. Aye, team. I was gonna say you might get upstairs then, which is nice and get tucked away. But uh, yeah, we had a few shenanigans. Uh, shout out to Jack who decided that the Christmas tree that was in the room that we were in needed redecorated, so we started swapping baubles out for roast potatoes. And hoping no one would notice. That makes perfect sense. And then every so often, and I do be believe talking. a Yorkshire pudding as well. Which is weird because I didn't get Yorkshire puddings in mine. No, that was the roast beef. Ah, oh, that makes sense then. I because I was looking at it going, why didn't I get one of those? 
and he was talking to me at one point towards the end of the night and he goes do you know what i'm starving hold on a second and just leaned over and took a bite out of one of the the uh, roast potatoes on the christmas tree i was like this man's onto something here. man's a savage a cold potato that's oh. been in a tree that's good where do you think tree where, where do you think your potatoes come from not trees, trees. <laughs> exactly <laughs> so yeah, i have an crack. issue with now bear with me here listeners cold food that is supposed to be hot ah yeah it upsets me it's a bit weird like but pasta here. salad potato salad stuff no all those things are meant to be warm right. can't eat a cold potato that's horrendous what what sort of a absolute savage does that jack <laughs> quite clearly <laughs> disgusting so yeah it was a good night i don't think there was any madness though was there no, just good crack. Lots of drink, lots of alcohol. Good to get everybody back together again, which yeah. is just mainly the input. We've been doing that for about nine years. 25 of us get together, eat a load of food, try not to throw up and just drink as much as possible for about three hours. Yeah. And then we're all old and we'll die at that point. Good times. I was definitely hungover the next day. It was pretty rough. Do you know what? Surprisingly, I was a bit tired, but I was okay. Uh, you know, you Normally were fine. Normally I suffer, but... That was, that was, was last weekend, right? wasn't it? Yeah, last weekend. And I think it my, was... And my sort of leaving day sort of thing. The last minute week. shot of Sambuca. That was obviously what did it for me. That just sorted me right out. Gavin sorted you out, aye. So, top tip again is end of the night, shots, no hangover. Done. Here you go. Lovely. That's what I'm taking away from the evening. Um, just on another thing as well as I noticed there on the... I think it was actually the day of the last episode went out. They had the Spotify top playlists so you're like your top podcasts and top artists and stuff yeah. you're listening to did you see any of the stuff people were sharing with us on it yeah yeah i was actually really surprised that because i think Here, the first i think it's possible we're in the charts in singapore, singapore. there you go <laughs> yeah shout out Marvin. that's it we uh it was i think it was matt dobbs that shared it initially and we were like number three or number five and we were in with like colin gettis know all the yeah. bigger podcasters and i went not bad for three decades that's very good and then next thing, somebody else come in. We were number one, and then another number one. And I was like, "Holy shit!" And, and it's we're in with like Joe Rogan. And Joe stuff, Rogan. Like. Um, who's Joe? Who's Johnny who's Johnny Smith's podcast. Who's drawn a blank? Late break. Late break. No. Uh, Smith and Smith. YouTube. Yeah. Uh, you know all big names. You had Revival there. You had um, oh god, there was a whole load of them. And I was like, that's pretty cool to see because people's car. People's car. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, shout out all the other guys, except for Smith and Sniff, who, when they were resharing, everybody's blanked everyone else's out. And I was like, oh, fuck you guys. What? Yeah, they didn't Oh, that's sly. That's yeah. so rude. I was going to repost ours where theirs blanked out on badness and then tag them in it. And then I was like, I ah, can't be bothered. I lost interest. <laughs> that's wick. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you guys. Um, I haven't used that word in about 30 years. Uh, I don't think anybody has. <laughs> Hello, weak. That's weak, dude. Ah, uh, that's weird. And then, oh, I also shouted Danny Hawthorne because part of this was when there were people were sharing what they were listening to. I was like, "What are what are people listening to that listen to us?" Which was interesting to me. And one that I he suggested and I picked up was that Thirteen Minutes to the Moon, which does the whole Apollo uh, Apollo Eleven landing, and it interviews like people who worked in the uh, what do you call it. The like film crew mission. that filmed it on NASA? Las Vegas. No. Or SNASA. <laughs> SNASA, secret NASA. Uh, like on Mission <laughs> Control and all. Very, very good show. And then the last episode plays the entire 13 minutes of them coming in the land. It's very nerdy. I like in it. In the Nevada desert. In the Nevada desert, because yeah. it's all made up. Yeah. I'm not even... Not, I'm not rising <laughs> to it. I fucking love space. Where's the X-Files music? <laughs> <laughs> It'll return someday, don't we? 
One last one before we move on to our news as well was shout out to Nello Kane, who I should have the picture here, but I'll have to show you as it after, but we'll share it. He 3D printed the Reload Podcast logo. It sings awesome. He sent what? me this, right? So he 3D printed like a block with a, with the embossed logo coming out, and it's actually glow in the dark filament. So the whole logo glows in the dark. I'm going to have to share it. It's really, really cool. Are you telling me that Nell has a 3D printer? Yes. Oh, okay. There you go. Now you're getting the job. <laughs> so I just thought that was pretty cool. That's awesome. Yep. Cool. That's why I like our listeners. They do weird shit. Just like us. Just like us. I forgot. I had another thing that I was going to say to this morning. I got to experience how the Superb drives in the snow. How was that? As it turns out, terribly. I got the experience quite oh. I got to experience four motion in the Bora. It's all coming. Ah, no bother. Do you remember? That's three days a year. Two and a half years ago, when I went to buy the Superb, and what I wanted to buy was a 190 brake. Four-wheel drive. Four-wheel drive saloon. I still think the estate's a better car. What I came home with was a 150 brake non-four-wheel drive estate. (laughs) So work that one out. And this morning I was just sitting thinking, why did I let that guy talk me out of four-wheel drive? <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> was it Mark Scott had said that they had a four-wheel drive 190 and had done about eight miles per gallon less? That that was the that was the deciding factor. And the miles that he does, that would just bankrupt right. you. I'm, I'm basically driving a 2013 Q5 177 brake mm-hmm. TDI. Before that, I had the 2011 uh, A4. T- A4. Which isn't a big jump engine wise. I think the same derivative CR engine. Uh huh. Not that like the Q the Q five would be a bit heavier, obviously, because you're probably two to three hundred kilograms heavier. Okay, yeah. The the Haldex no, or Quattro, sorry, in the house. I don't see a big difference in fuel economy. That's that's pretty good. You imagine that would be a lot heavier. I was expecting it to be bad, but it isn't as bad as I thought it would be. My car, it just handles like a boat anyway. It does. It's not exactly, you know, it's not a 106 rally. No. You know. <laughs> and funnily enough, driving that Mark 6 that I was talking about earlier, I was like, fuck, this thing handles really well. And then I was like, no, it probably just handles like a normal car as opposed yeah. to an estate. But then that is based on a Mark V, which everybody says is an absolutely brilliant handling car. How do you find the four motion in the ice sketchy? I know how to drive it, but if you came Haldex f- is if you came from oh. a proper four wheel drive car like an Impreza to that, you would get caught out. Yeah, I I never forget the Mark Four R thirty two. There was a real bad winter, and I remember the silver one I had. Mm-hmm. Jeepers! And that catches grip. It's just like oh, yeah, it can catch you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't. I behave myself. I don't slide in the back roads. You know, absolutely. Uh, not. I wouldn't have thought so. No. Uh, pillar of society here. Last night when I was staying in the hotel and. I was sitting, I was working at the computer and it had been fine when I arrived at the hotel. I mean, frosty, but not, you know, nothing out of the ordinary for this time of year. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting working away at the computer and something just caught, you know, the corner of my eye. And I was like, oh, what's that? And I looked out the window and it was the snow that I was seeing, like heavy falling snow that caught my eye out the window. And about an hour later, just as I was kind of getting ready to go to bed, all I could hear was, Oh, I love it. I was like, well, the boys are out. Yeah, yep. Hard to beat. I love it. Um, yeah. So, will we move on to our news, folks? News, news. The news, news, news. Um, first one I'm going to kick off with here is because I'm just going to jump in there. Um, is did you guys see the footage from the Killarney Historic Rally last weekend? 
Uh, I've seen bits and pieces of it, yeah. Unbelievable. Um, This is something I've wanted to go to for a while after seeing it. It's one of those things I forget about. It's like the NEC classic. You forget about it every year. Until it's happening. Yeah. Carney's a bit of a trek, in fairness. Kane Dawn, um, Ross Delaney, Zach Holiday are all down doing photos. It's one of those events that sort of sneaks up on you. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Kane and Ross just like photos. Ta-da. Yeah. Oh, so good. Um, last year, Craig Breen won it in the E30 M3. And this year, he had the Sarah Cosworth, the ex Frank Maker yeah. car, rebuilt. Unbelievable. Fantastic. Unfortunately, let him down the final stage, broken drive shaft. But so cool to see that car. Yeah. Um, actually, this is part of what we're going to do here is we're going to try something a bit different. I said, we'll try and make a phone call. Absolutely. And no better person to phone than Ken Dunlan, who was actually there. So he is a fantastic photographer. And I will add, I will add, right? He's on the drink. Here. Oh, good man. He this can only go well. Do you know what's even better? He's on his Christmas do. And we're oh, gonna phone him. It's gonna be horrific. Here we go. Horrifically good. <laughs> Let's see how this goes. He's totally gonna ghost us now. Hello. Hello, Ken. Well, what's the crack? Not too bad. Can you hear us okay? I can indeed. There we Hi, go. Hi, Kian. How are Hello. you? Hello, all. Hello, Lee. Hello, Nigel. How are we all? Are you as drunk as we are? Um, Small bit. I'm actually standing on Oliver Pungan Street in Cork, so I'm just after stepping out of the nightclub. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much for giving us a bit of your time. I did say that I wouldn't have called you if I'd known you on your Christmas, do you? But you seemed happy enough. Sure, look. It is Christmas. It is the season. So we were just talking there about the Killarney Historic Rally. You were there. Do you want to tell us a wee bit about it quickly? Just what the crack with it was and what the atmosphere was? Um, Clarny's mad because it's after getting... It used to be like the quiet, like, rally geeks, like, little Christmas do. It was like none of the buzz of the Rally of the Lakes, but all the stages and all the best drivers. But now it's like everybody seems to know about it. It's become um, a thing. Yeah, 100% it's become a thing. Um... My crack was, I sort of have a spot on Mall's Gap that I like. And I was like, right, I'm going to go down. My plan was go down Friday, get some of the scrutiny, get the launch, get a bit of buzz around town, head up. And then Thursday, I'd say Thursday evening, they put up videos of like boys and campers at the half of Mall's Gap full since Wednesday. So I was like, right, that's that out the window. So it was bowled out of work, straight to Clarny, straight up Mall's Gap. Um, had the duvet in the back of the ASICs and um, yeah I was there for I was there for half two on the Friday for an 8am stage on the Saturday Jesus and then we had just had a load of drink and we got a barbecue and we had a great time living in the back of the car yes I love it yeah yeah so the so the ASICs is the ultimate sleep in the back of the car wagon Um, probably a bit like the superb smaller Exactly like the Suburban, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's it's essentially it's a double bed. It's like a one person English staff dream one bed apartment. <laughs> like it would it would be a solid four grand in Dublin at once oh, to rent yeah. an SS yeah. <laughs> So what you're telling um, us is some uh, famous photographer who probably shoots for the likes of Speed Hunters or something from Ireland has basically blown this rally up. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> oh probably yeah, yeah so when I went down in 2018 and done like the article on it I slept in a Peugeot 207 which wasn't as comfortable <laughs> oh, as an wow. A6 no it wouldn't be just um, as roomy 
No, no, no. It's a small bit of a stretch for a big man like myself. Um, <laughs> but then again, like the first time I did the Monte Carlo Rally, I slept in a Clio estate. So, so it's all it's glamour. New. It's all glamour shooting for speed hunters, then, yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I bet it's you like, didn't get it's any free Pepsi Max. <laughs> <laughs> Just Pepsi Max and more alcoholic variants oh, of Pepsi Max. That's what I'm on tonight. <laughs> I, I have a message from another listener. Um, so you probably know the name Dennis LeCouf, FF Metalworks in Canada. He do indeed, yeah, he's, he's incredible stuff. Yes, he makes a lot of gear knobs. He did say, and he wanted me to quote this, thank you for photographing his knob. I, I photographed his knob today. You did indeed. Uh, <laughs> it was. I, I believe. I believe it was attached to a 106 Maxi. It was indeed Dave's car. Yes. Did you photograph yes. Dennis's knob up Mall's Gap? Jeepers. <laughs> no, 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 no. It wasn't. That's a personal Dennis, question. Dennis, Dennis, Dennis's knob was in uh, a yard in Sligo, which is. This is getting very, very weird. There's, there's people sitting on chairs looking at me, and they're going, "Why are you talking about Dennis's knob?" You will. You will um, hear this on Wednesday. It hasn't got any more sensible before this conversation. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could expect so because genuinely anyone that knows Dave Dave is an absolute lunatic like we're all lunatics but Dave Diesel Dave on Instagram um, the man essentially builds work specs cars he was doing this originally he'd land home on a Friday go and build a work spec car until Sunday and then go back to his day job but he's now actually gone full time I've seen but, that um, he's, he's, something I, he's somebody I would love to have on the podcast to talk to because it's such an incredible story I must try and message him and see would he be interested the, the last time I was with him Connor he was like oh here's everything blah 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 blah, blah. Did I show you the golf rally that I've got in this other shade? And I was like, A, you've got another golf rally, and B, you have another shade. I'm not sure which is more surprising. <laughs> Nigel's eyes just lit up there when you said golf rally. <laughs> I, I tell me more, tell me more. I think he, he, had a, he had a G60 Mark II as well, but I, I believe that's gone as well. And oh. now he's got lots of French tat. You don't want an MG60s or nothing but trouble. No. Oh, but like he, I think fairness to Dave, like he he had lots of French tat and then he bought a 911 and realized that all the French tat was completely useless and is now smitten with his 911. He has a manual Carrera 2, I think a 997, an early 997, oh, nice. and it's an incredible machine. Just a nice driver's car? Proper, proper. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Talk, but, um, talk, talking about driver's car, how's the 106 going these days? The little 106 isn't driving at the moment. Is it off the road enough. for restoration um, then, is it? Um, I dro- like it's a car that I drove. You'd probably know. Like I drove so much of it. Yeah. I have it three years now. Um, it's been up north. I think it's been up north seven or eight times. Yeah. It's got a fair amount of road. It's been to the UK. It's been to Donegal Rally. It's been everywhere. And um, last winter, last winter I done a full under seal job on it. I did everything like full underneath, back to air metal job. And then this year. There was a small bit of the engine bay that I wasn't happy with, and now there's no front end. Can you a man after my own heart? That's something I would do. There's a stone chip. Yeah, so it's like respray the whole car. It was like, <laughs> it was like there was a tiny like when I popped the engine bay, I had like the rocker cover was redone. I had like everything was lovely, but if you look down on one side, there was like a small bit of like scabby paint. So now. Now it needs a new rad and new lights and new pipework and there's no front in it and yeah, it just happens. I love it. It's a disease, isn't it? 
Oh, 100%. Oh, <laughs> I, I love last year. I think it was last year you came up in the 106 for Euro Travel, was it? Yes. And you basically done a tour of the North in 106. Is that correct? Oh, that the, the 106 did. You you won't believe it now, but we were up. How was it when we were up? We were up August Frank holiday weekend. And myself, my mother, and my father did the whole tar head full North Coast yeah. in a day in the 106. Three Happy Holy hours. smokes! That's brilliant. Just casual, just on a Sunday, we just like, all right, we're 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 holidaying in Whitehead, and it was like, right, what are we doing today? I I've done a six up. Let's go for a spin. And like a one hundred six rally is the <laughs> ultimate car for those wee roads on the coast roads. It's yeah. so good. Oh, unbelievable! Unbelievable! Except when your mother's in the back and she's like, please do not go over twenty miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you obeyed that. Oh, well. Kind of my my speeder doesn't work, so I've never gone over zero miles. Ah, there we um, go. So any 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 members of police or my mother that's listening, the car has never never broken speed limit. I love it. I love a loophole. I'm impressed. Well, Kian, I think we'll have to let you go there. You're out and your work's night out. You've given us enough of your time. Thank you so much for calling us and good chatting to you. And enjoy no, the rest of your night. And thank thank you for the entertainment the last couple of years. It's been really good and. No Definitely a highlight of the week. It fits into the week, and you're doing fucking fantastic job. Sorry, Thank you very sorry, much. Thanks, we'll Thank have to you. sit down with you properly sometime and have you on, tell a few stories. Absolutely. No, absolute pleasure, lads. Have a good one. Brilliant. Enjoy See you later. Thank you. Bye. See you now. I'm almost afraid to say it, but it worked. It did. I'm impressed. <laughs> Big shout to Kian. Yes, indeed. Uh, uh, follow him on Instagram, Kian Dawn. Yes. K I A N D O N. He has a website where you can buy some of his absolutely cracking prints. Yes. Yeah, he does some absolutely stunning he photography. a lot of rallies, UK, Ireland, uh, track events, different things. It's, yeah, we talk about the talent in this country a lot, and it's like he is one of the yeah. talent, if you know what yeah. I mean. Yeah, it's just so cool. And for a man that will go outside of a nightclub and his work's doing, talk to us for 10 minutes, Brilliant. very good. I like it. Yes. <laughs> Oliver Blunkett Street, FYI, is just down the road from my favourite restaurant in Cork. There you so go. Just letting you know. Market Lane. Market Lane. There you go. Shout out. I'll take some free food. <laughs> I'm an influencer. I'm the influencer around here. Uh, Just when Cain was saying there, it reminded me when I was driving that Mark 6, the speedo was in kilometres. Which threw you. So it was really weird. Yeah. Like driving it in the north. Yeah. And then sometimes I was like, because I know roughly the speed limits, obviously I'm in the south all the time, but you think you know, but... You forget when you don't have the miles an hour there as a backup, you're like, oh, hang on, what? You're panicking. Yeah. Hmm. And sometimes I was like, I knew I was going too slow because people were sitting right up behind you like, what are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So following on from the Clarny Historic Rally, definitely sounds like something to check out. Yeah. The check out, as I say, Kane's pictures, Ross Delaney's pictures, like it's such an iconic setting. and. Those older rally cars, they look good, they sound good, they blow the modern stuff out of the water. Maybe not performance-wise, but in all other aspects, it's so cool to see. Yeah. Which is what we're all about, is older cars, essentially. Like, there's a few events over the, the winter period there when there's no shows or you know events on. Like, and One thing we also missed out on was NEC Classic. Yes, we, we yeah. set up that. Every year, I go and go on to that and then forget about it. Yeah. All of a sudden, it's on. You're going, ah, frick, I forgot about that. And who was there? Paul Glennon. Uh-huh. Fuck him. <laughs> Not impressed. Uh, news, anyone? I have news. Um, it's typically news. It's about Lego. 
Yeah. <laughs> I think I know which one this is. Yes. Somebody, I can't remember, sent it to the podcast. Disgraceful. Who was it? Don't ask me. You're the Lego one. <laughs> Don't drag me into this. Well, shout out to you. You know who shout you are. Shout out to the person. Uh, Lego Speed Champions range, which I've talked about at length before. It actually might have been another Corkman, Ronan. Was it Ronan? I actually think it was Ronan. Ronan, Ronan. Yeah, good lad. Dead, that's right. Um, coming out in 2023, the Fast and the Furious R34 GTR. Wow. I'm surprised yes, it hasn't been out already. I know. It's going to be so good. It's, uh, yes, R34 GTR with all the graphics and the spoiler and uh, Paul O'Connor. No. Paul Walker slash Brian O'Connor. Mini figurine. Date not announced yet. Price not announced yet. Why are you smirking? I, I was going to say something horrendous there, but I'm not going to. Okay, it's yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> so, yeah, looking forward to that. And I can't finish my sentence. You know what I was going to say, don't you? <laughs> yes, I do. So fuck off. Yep. We'll tell you after, Nigel. Okay. We've lost Lee again. Let's move on. Nigel? My news, uh, bad news, I'm afraid. Uh, no, no bad news. Only no bad happy news. festive news. So the British Dav- Drift Championship is definitely not cancelled. Definitely not cancelled oh, because this is good there. news. Good. I'm glad. Yes. So it, it definitely doesn't say, like many other businesses, the BDC has been heavily impacted by the pandemic and ever-increasing costs. Over the last 12 months, we have made every attempt possible to keep operating events and still deliver the best possible. I've just stopped talking here. It hasn't been cancelled. Definitely it definitely not. hasn't. And no, absolutely. I'm definitely not devastated that it definitely hasn't been cancelled. It definitely hasn't sense. been cancelled. Because we're having a very happy episode. Yeah. So and happy I, thoughts. And the BDC if, still is happening. And if the BDC was gone, I would be gutted. And it's horrible to see, but it hasn't happened. So that on good, the good aspect of this, that means that the IDC will pick up the, drivers. The, not the IDC. Is the IDC still going? Well, whatever the equivalent the is. Drift scene in Ireland can only prosper. Or, yeah, you would like to hope so. Yeah. It'll give so those. Let's keep things positive. Very positive. I like it. Yeah. We're good. Ho, ho, ho. Those, <laughs> those are positive. <laughs> Um, another one I have here, well, electric cars, is no, the ID. I said thing. only happy festive news. <laughs> this is happy festive news. Uh, is this a Switzerland thing? No. no. Is it Go sol- solar? No. No. Uh, it's the ID3 is getting a facelift. So one thing we have said for quite Thanks a long fuck. time is that if they made EV cars look more like normal cars. Mm-hmm. They would be more appealing to people like ourselves. Okay, well, cool. people like you too, because you can you actually buy modern cars. I don't. Um, so they're facelifting the ID three, and it's a render, but it actually looks like a GTI style, and it's a really nice bumper style, big open grills. Is it still an MPV? Oh yeah, it's the same body I'm type. Out. But like they've done away with that. What I talked about on the ID was that like smooth front bumper with a honeycomb yeah. that weirdness. Also, what they've done a reversal on, and they reckon they're going to do this in the rest of the Volkswagen range. Is do you know the smooth buttons, like the touch buttons with a haptic feedback? The haptic. Apparently, they're doing away with them, and they reckon they're going to do buttons. with them in the Passats and the Tiguans as well. So they're actually listening to people. Every journalist that reviewed it was these haptic buttons are crap. Yeah. Well, one thing I've noticed with the Bora, now I've driven that car for four and a half years, and it has the climate control, you know, the uh, digital climate control. Mm-hmm. Four and a half years, I still have to look at the climate control to see which button I'm pressing for which vent. Where if that was the rotary knobs, I could reach down and just work away, reach down, twist a few knobs. And uh, just use your protocol, basically. Dennis's exactly. knobs. Exactly. Dennis's knobs. <laughs> <laughs> Long arms for those. Um, but yeah, 
that type of buttons. And the other thing I thought was, do you remember years ago, the younger listeners will not remember this. You used to be able to text without looking. You could text without looking because yeah. you knew what the buttons were. Yeah, it was like Braille. Where you couldn't do it now with a touchscreen phone because there's no reference right. or no point of reference. So right, if you try to do it, you look up and you went... You're talking Flemish. Like the Swedish chef. So yeah, it's actually good to see that they're taking feedback from customers and actually doing something about it. Not haptic feedback though. Not haptic feedback. we don't like that. Actual feedback. At the end of the day, customers come first. You wouldn't think it sometimes. They brought in a 911 and there was no manual option. What did they do? Manual. Revise it and brought a manual because customers... Wanted the manual. Yeah, the person buying the product. Listen to the customer. Sometimes you feel like they don't listen though. You know, with some of the stuff that... It's a, it's a fight um, to actually retain things like manuals and a lot of, I know we, we talked about this before with Volkswagen in America, retaining the manuals and they are and the GTI has been a big, big fight on Gotta the enthusiast remember, Especially in America, as we talked about before. Auto's king. Well, yeah, they don't know how to drive a proper car. There we go. Who said that? Ooh, shots <laughs> fired. Pew, pew. But I'm not talking about enthusiasts. I'm talking about your, your average, average Joe. Yep. And it's the same with... Care. Here, you know, they're catering to, the dare most I common. say, the lowest common denominator, but they're not catering to the enthusiast. They're catering to everyday Joe who wants to go to work and back. And who's actually buying the cars. Yeah. Yeah, true. That reminds me of that. Uh, have you seen that Audi advert of the new prototype concept car? Something Sphere? Is this the thing we talked about the after seeing the cinema? drives them along. No, that's a different thing. No, I haven't seen it. No, it's this like concept car that you see it in the old advert on YouTube and stuff. And it's basically this concept car that hasn't been built, but they're going to build a basically self-driving car. And it's basically this boy getting in this futuristic car in the cabin and all wraps itself around you. Then it drives him down the road. That's all good and well. And it's driving down these lovely roads and all the rest of it. But what it doesn't sort of convey is... Maybe that person would like to drive down that road himself, <laughs> this twisty yeah. road. <laughs> yeah, who would who would want to do that? <laughs> you know, imagine having fun. God forbid. Yeah. You've sort of overlooked that issue. You know, Giving me the option of. would be nice. So, yeah, shout out to Volkswagen for actually doing something right in the fucking last yeah, 10 years. Yeah, well, that is happy festive news. On the back of electric stuff, more good news for you, Lee. Switzerland considers electric car bans during electric electricity shortages. I read this and then I read behind the headline, Mm -hmm. which is, well, it's kind of, as you said, the kind of big headline was Switzerland considers banning electric cars. Was it Switzerland or Sweden? Switzerland. Switzerland. Um, And everybody was like, blah, blah, blah. And then, but when you actually read into it, it was during certain time periods, during certain, you know, it's not they're banning electric cars. Aye. It's and it's because Switzerland have a lot of solar energy, um, and obviously during the winter that's not as prevalent. So they're mm-hmm. having to buy in their energy from Russia, which at it's the minute more expensive. Nobody really wants to do because of the whole situation and also because of the expense. So that's the reasoning kind of behind it. Not unfortunately, the clickbaity headline is not as good as it seems, yeah. as they often aren't. There's no point <laughs> me reading out the rest of this then. So fuck you, now. sorry, Nigel. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of a climate lockdown almost I like it But we'll not go down that hole Do I not? Also the starting package also included uh, Reducing temperature of washing machines Banning use of leaf blowers And seat heaters and ski lifts Cheaper so what's the word coming to? Yeah, it froze an arse on you And slowing video streaming to standard definition 
What is them? Well, I'm not starting for that. Will I do without my 1080p? Porn. (laughs) That just came into my head there, Connor. 4K. I will not withstand. I want to see pimples and assholes. Everything. (laughs) (laughs) You've ever seen too much before. If I can't see a clear nipple, it's not worth it. It's just not the same. No. (laughs) Cheapers, O'Connor. Here we go. It's going really well. Uh, I actually have another EV one because, you know, I'm a big man for the EVs. Um, occasionally, I used to travel for work over to Europe and where we would have ate. You meant to say Mr. Worldwide after that. Mr. Thing. Worldwide, you know. Put your shades on when you say as well. I was going to say shave my shave head, but it's head. falling out anyway. International businessman off on important international, international business. business. Technically, yes, but uh, the where we would have ate in was like an automotive campus canteen and there was different businesses and stuff there. I've told you this before, Lee. Yeah. One of the businesses was a startup, Nigel, doing um, solar-powered cars. So what they were trying to do was put solar panels into cars, body panels, to extend the range. So this company called Lightyear have been at this for quite a while. I kind of got the feeling that they were like, they don't want to build a car. They want the technology to take off and be bought out. And somebody somebody makes a lot of money. So I kind of thought to myself, do you know what I like? A lot of money. So Mm -hmm. I thought, I'll maybe invest in this. Do you remember this, Lee? Over yep. the lockdown, I was like, maybe make a wee investment here, you know, spare cash sitting, blah, blah, blah. Are you a millionaire now? Well, unfortunately not. I would have been. But uh, the initial, and still, the initial investment starts from a quarter of a million euro. I was slightly short of it. Did you back of the sofa, did you? I couldn't get enough. No. It so just you would wasn't. have had to be a millionaire already. Yes. To become a millionaire. It's like rallying. The only way you're going to be a millionaire, start off as a billionaire. Yeah. So, Yeah. But I thought it was quite cool. They have a car. They actually launched the car. They actually did build the car. I was wrong. Um, this month. And they're going to build one car a week. And then ramp up production in 2023. A bit crazy. They've sold 120. Sorry. 150 cars already. They're going for 250,000 euro each. So you could choose to invest. Or you can choose to buy the car. Jeepers, this Their is working out well. Eventual plan by 2025 is to have a car. Aimed at a 30 grand target. Um, so they reckon that the range of this, the big car, the quarter of a million euro, is uh, 388 miles on a full charge. And the solar on a hot, like on a good sunny day, can add 43 miles of charge. Mm-hmm. So technically, if you lived in, say, Spain, yeah, you, if, it's you, all good. if you had a shortest commute, you could probably drive for free, which is you, pretty cool. You haven't seen on social media about electric cars at the moment with the frost, no? No, like they might underperform slightly. Oh, it kills the uh, mileage the and the batteries and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's the same. You imagine your phone in the in the hot or the cold extremes; yeah. it really does tank the the battery life they, on they them. Don't tell you about that in the brochures. No, that's no, all perfect. But here, miles per gallon is the same. You look at your miles per gallon, you're quoted in your figures, and you're like, yeah. that's not a rolling road, perfect conditions. Like, there's no wind resistance. Mm. In engineering, there's a standard joke of about you don't allow for wind resistance, and they really don't in that case. Um, but yeah, like that's, that's the same with internal yeah. combustion as well. Oh, aye, everything. That's to say, yeah, with miles per gallon, yeah. it just doesn't add up. But that is pretty cool. There's the nerdy side of me likes that technology where they have actually built solar panels into the bonnet, roof, and boot lid on the horizontal surfaces, and that'll only take off. The only thing is, if you have an accident, that's going to be a very expensive bonnet and boot lid to replace. If yeah. you replace the roof, you'll not be caring. It's going to be, is it like the R35 TTRs that have that pop bonnet thing? And yeah. if you accidentally set it off, it 
used to be like 12 grand to replace yeah. it. Yeah. Oopsies. You used to lift the bonnet off away from the, from, so the, the under the top of the engine sat quite close. Mm-hmm. So in the case of an accident, a pedestrian could dent it enough that it could hit their head hard on the, the engine. Uh, yeah. On like the rocker cover say. So this like lifted the bonnet in an accident, like two wee blasters in the hinges, lifted it maybe a couple inches, but that was like 12 grand to replace when they were new. So you could rear end somebody at like a walking pace and 12 grand. Nice. Nice. Um, anybody, anything else there? Uh, I just have one other kind of fun story because we're keeping it light, yeah. keeping it breezy. And we are an RN, so like, yeah. you know. Um, New Jersey, known as the fun state, I'm New sure. Jersey. New Jersey. Department of Transportation had been doing, you know, the overhead like Gabian signs on the motorway. And they've been putting like funny messages on it to try and get people's attention rather than the usual kind of boring stuff. Um, but they've been told um, by like the federal whatever highways the, the authority or something <laughs> uh, that they're not allowed to do this anymore because it's distracting. Um, but I'll read you out some of their gems. We'll be blunt. Don't drive high. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> I like it. Hold on to your butts. Help prevent forest fires. Also good. Nice car. Did it come with a turn signal? Ah, but Re- relatable. The, the thing is, though, you put a generic sign that no one reads it. No, that draws attention. Uh, also, puts a smile to people's faces. Yeah. Get your head out of your apps. Also true. Ah. And Halloween themed hocus pocus. Drive with focus. To be fair, nothing there that I don't agree with. You know, yeah. um, I think a guy that does dadjokes.com has definitely Ram McElmeal's American cousin has been writing those Randy Maxwell do you remember he sent us all the jokes on the last Christmas episode that's right see yeah (laughs) we had to read them out Um, (laughs) I think the main problem seemed to be that the whatever federal department took objection to was people were taking photos of the signs while driving ah fair enough yeah so they had put out messages and stuff on their social media to say you know like we're glad you're enjoying our signs but please don't take yeah. photos of them while you're driving um, but it didn't work and they've now been told to stop it Boo. stop having fun I know right driving serious I like fun. it <laughs> is that us then that's why we do a podcast um, about driving it's only to be serious at very all serious people here yes. as you can tell a few wee things just uh, shout out to James Mayers from yes six six mile style six mile style always forgot it there he's just Gained employment in ILB Drivers Club. Yep. Good spot for him. Good, good sh- enthusiast. Good man yourself. Um, so, hope that goes well for you. And No better man for it. Yeah. Good man. Uh, my last story is basically uh, Rolls Royce made an announcement this week that they've achieved the world's first for the aviation industry. So, you might be thinking, right, cars are pushing for electric and all the rest of it. There's these things flying around the world using jet fuel. Mm-hmm. How's that going to be solved? Nobody's addressing it. So Rolls Royce have. We were talking about some work today. So successfully powering a hydrogen-fueled jet engine, burning hydrogen, doesn't release any planet-warming emissions, unlike burning fossil fuels. For the test, the UK car and aircraft engine maker used green hydrogen, which is hydrogen produced from renewable sources. So I'm interested to see how that develops. Yeah. Again, infant technology can only grow. It's great. Yeah. Apparently Toyota have had I've got to go ahead for a hydrogen, I want to say Hilux. I tell you what, I've been pushing that in the background for yeah. years now, along with Mazda, yeah. 
they're still not fully sold on the whole electric thing. Mm. You think back to one, I think it was the second Daniel Craig Bond film, mm-hmm. and Ford was the manufacturer, and there was hydrogen cars. It still hasn't made its way on no. the... It's weird, that, yeah. Mm. There are a few hydrogen cars out there, but... It's not a mainstream thing. Where do you thing? get hydrogen? I think you storage know. was always going to be the issue with it, and the transfer to from the storage to the... Yeah, you kind of think it's a dangerous, you know, substance, but then at the same time... So you ride, petrol. <laughs> yeah, you ride a motorbike, you're running about with, what, a couple of gallons of yeah. petrol between your legs, and you think about it. Mm. It's never good. That do you? Yeah. Um, we talk a bit about YouTube. Yeah. So one that we watched just prior to this was uh, very much a lot of fun. Absolutely amazing, I have to say, and such a return to form for them was yeah. the Jim Cana video by Hernigan. Yes. How fucking cool was that? And guess what? It had noise. It did indeed. <laughs> so we talked a while back that Ken Block had done the EV Jim Cana video essentially in uh, Las Vegas. Yeah. It was a cool video, in fairness. The fact that they got clothes in Las Vegas, yeah, the precision driving, that kind of thing, but it just did lack it something. It was missing that certain element. I think it's called internal combustion. And this combustion, video yeah. absolutely had it in spades. It is. It's exploding liquid dinosaurs, it was what yeah. it was missing. Yes. Um, just watch it. Like, the stunts in it, the, the funny outtakes in it. Pastrana's a fantastic driver. He's a fantastic presenter stroke actor stroke doesn't take himself very serious you can have fun if you uh like near kill himself doing base jumping he did indeed i don't even know where you begin to describe that video other than just watch it because it's amazing it's concise it's punchy it's awesome the subaru huckster which is like an old station wagon yeah estate car kind of thing with the active arrow so when he's coming in the handbrake and like the wings lift up out of the bonnet what do you call the dinosaurs in jurassic park that your mom trains chris pratt trains the raptors velociraptors oh with a fan type no that's they're not velociraptors here we go dinosaur nerd (laughs) okay rather I can't remember what they're called. It's the but ones that spit the venom? The, yeah, the original Jurassic Park. Ah, with yes, 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 that's right. With the glasses? Yeah, who's the who's trying to steal the shaving cream can and it goes... Yep. Yeah. And spits stuff. Yeah. yeah. Blinds the victim. It also reminds me a bit of when it pops the roof spoiler up. Um, do you know the Lancia, is it the Evo 2s had that roof spoiler? It was quite a steep angle. It reminds me kind of that as well. I Ac- like the louvers on the back window. The louvers are cool, yeah. Um, but that's like that car's an amalgamation or just insane how that car takes that abuse is well built beyond me yeah it's a great amalgamation of old old car slash technology and new technology and it just works perfectly and he knows how to steer it and kudos to Subaru here we talked before about Volkswagen especially in America aiming their enthusiast market and what they're doing for the enthusiasts we had Sean on talking about it Subaru are leaning heavily into that yeah and that's you know, you can see it in that. Like, he essentially destroys a a new... What was it? A legacy at the end? WRX. WRX. Uh, absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Ten minutes of just fun. laughter and fun. fun. And shock faces. Because I remember you'd already seen it, Nigel, and we were watching it, and I was just like, this is fucking unbelievable. <laughs> when he does the base jumping, and then he's... You know, spoiler alert, he gets hurt, and then he's like... On the phone or something, obviously to yeah. whoever the production company is like, uh, might it might have broke my pelvis, might have some internal issues, but totally casual, like yeah, yeah. just calm. Yeah. <laughs> That's another thing I, I like about it. 
it's a thing, a sort of throwback to the 80s. There's blooper reels at the end. I enjoy that with him. Yeah, that, was a, that was a big thing, especially I talked about Cooper, the Burt Reynolds film from yep. the 80s. Blooper reels are brilliant. Do you remember years ago in the cinemas, you, even like a comedy film, you had blooper reels in yeah. the outro, you know, in yeah. the, the credits? Yeah. I like like Disney Pixar used to have blooper reels. And I, what used to amaze they me about those is they had to make those. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they were good. But that video is an absolute return to form it's for Hoonigan because the last one didn't do very much for me and it was a big controversy kind of thing. What they did, as I say, in Vegas was brilliant. The driving was brilliant. It just lacked something that, you know, it'd be like going watching a film on mute and sticking the subtitles on. That's kind of what it was like. Yeah. And it just, this has elevated them again, which is cool to see. Uh, any other YouTube stuff? Nigel, you usually do have a lot of stuff. Yeah, but I haven't had a lot of time to watch YouTube recently, but what, a few things I've been watching is um, one was Harry's Garage. He picked up his new Lotus Amira. Mm-hmm. So that's the new Lotus that has developed, and there's been production issues with it because um, of COVID and supply issues and all the rest of it, but he done a factory collection video of the Samir. I think it's a 3.5 V6. Um, what was that the same Toyota engine that was in them before? Remember think, Cooper's car had the, I in think the it is. His age? Um, so it's basically a walk around collecting it and all the rest of it and bringing it home. And uh, no, usual good quality Harry Garage. Interesting to see a video of that because it's probably something a lot of us will never get to do. You know, yeah. so you yeah. get to see that experience of it. But a couple of guys there I follow on Facebook and Instagram, a fella from Itswitch that used to run a show, he had ordered one and he got an update the same week as that video was released. His Amira was delayed until November 2023. But Harry's wasn't delayed? But Harry's wasn't delayed because ah. he's an influencer. There you go. So he cancelled his order. Oh, he took a thick. Yeah. Salty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very good. I saw actually this week, um, do you remember the Ferrari? Not a SUV. Oh, the one we were all fango over. Sanga, whatever it's called, which is still class. They've now closed their order books because they have two years worth of orders. So they did sell well yeah. then. That's probably going to be the thing like you guys so talked about before. I said they're never going to produce. Busy. But here, did they not reckon that's what saved Porsche and what yeah. saved all these yeah. companies is selling those SUVs. So here, if it keeps them around and they can still make V12s yeah. and shit like that, Absolutely. more power to them. Uh, anything else? Late Brick Show, Johnny Smith. Mm-hmm. No, fuck that guy. Lee's not salty at all. He done a video there this week, Rally Car Cave. I haven't watched it, but it's supposed watched to be brilliant. It. Adam. It's an ex-butcher who collected ex-works cars and fixed them up. He started his own body shop and all. It's just a really, really good half an hour view. Adam Bloom, already exclusive, he had sent me it and was like, this is a brilliant video. I was messing with me about it. Actually. Yeah, it's very, very good. Um, I'm looking forward to watching that. I just haven't had the time to sit down and watch a half hour video. Yeah. Was my issue. Uh, I'm I'm out of YouTube. On the sort of not YouTube, but Clarkson Farms. Just sort of oh, yes, sort of coming soon, isn't it? Tenth of February. Yeah. Looking forward to that. Yes, that should be good. I have a non YouTube print media Ooh. update. Here mm-hmm. we go. So this is a little uh, game for you, Nigel, because Connor knows the answer. And for the listeners, play along at home. Here I have the this month's episode of Practical Classics magazine. Great magazine. Uh, the headline is Hot for 2023, the cleverest buys for the year ahead. So it's future classics kind of, you know, recommendations. Mm-hmm. So I'll give you a couple of the cars 
And I want you to try and guess the one that I think is woefully out of place. I'm not going to tell you it. I want you to guess it. But these are as examples to give you an idea. And I'll give you a couple of clues. Out of place in what way? Doesn't fit the list. Doesn't fit the list. Of, of what? Uh, Clever classic buys. Yes. Right. right. So here's a couple of examples which I think are correct. Vauxhall Nova, obviously. Toyota MR2. The senior dolls. Peugeot 106. Mm-hmm. Um, Wolseley 1500. I don't really know what that is. No idea. Um, Rover 800. That one's maybe slightly out of place. Pipe and slippers. However, <laughs> see if you can guess. <laughs> Listeners, also try to guess before I give you the answer. It's German. It's 2000s. It's from our company with a great rally heritage. Yes. So what have they said is a great buy, which I absolutely 100% disagree with? The one that comes to mind for me when you go rally heritage, German, early 2000s, first shape S3 would be my first pick. That would be, yeah, I would agree with that one. Rally heritage? Yeah, well, the company has rally heritage, you know. That's what I would be thinking. So I'll give you a tick tock, tick tock, tick tock, S four, tick tock. No, the answer is an Audi A two. What? Yes. Wait. <laughs> now, sack the editor. So, well, you know the cars that rolled. <laughs> they look like a loaf of bread. Yep. Someone's so at this point, going. I want to say shout out to James Crow. Because I gave this very question to everyone at the Christmas dinner last week. Went round the table and said, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think? James got it on the first guess. Yep, right away. It's because it all got scrapped or what? They're valuable now or what? I have no idea. But yeah. look, I mean, look at this thing. Even on the cover, it looks out of place. It's a little like pale blue, four door, shitty looking. Now, Richie Brown and I did argue about this because it is a quirky car. Look how good the GSI Quirky. Here, the 800 actually looks decent. It does, it? doesn't it? I know, that's how we're getting old. I love the 106 rally, which is I beautiful. Know. It's Nova that does it for me. And the MR2 is cool too. So, practical classics. I'm calling you out, because you're wrong. That's there a you weird go. one. Uh, it did is. it justify it in the article? I haven't even read it yet. <laughs> she was so outraged by it, she couldn't read it. Almost stopped me from buying the magazine, to be honest. No, nah. it didn't. But she it didn't. Yeah. <laughs> nah, it's a good magazine, you can't do that. It is. So that's me for uh, media. Uh, one last little bit. It isn't a YouTube, but it is kind of something humorous and something to watch for. We'll do the crossword later. Our old friend, uh, Corey Sterling, over in the States. Oh, yes. The Hi, lunatic, Corey. The lunatic that is. Um, Tracer Turbo is his Instagram account, and he has started like a series. So he runs the VW Garage, but despite the name, they work on all cars. Mm-hmm. And he constantly sees issues with cars stupid coming shit. in stupid automotive design stuff that clearly was designed by someone very much enjoyed his latest yeah, yeah. So, stuff that's designed by some guy who's never going to have to work on that car but his guys have to do it yeah, yeah. and he just rants about it so if you follow the tracer turbo account you can see basically what uh we're talking about and he will be putting a few of these up Corey is a lunatic who doesn't pull his punches so you will get it um i'm going to try and ring him here and see i have messaged him to say and he hasn't replied but he did say we'll go for it 
Well, fuck him. He's on another call. <laughs> he may, if he calls back, we'll take the call. Here, we'll see you how it goes. Because you said it every time you look at him, he's, he's, he's always on the, on phone. the phone. <laughs> he is. The man loves being on the phone. Well, we're 50% hit rate for who we're calling, so that's yeah. good. Um, if that's that's us uh, with the YouTubes, will we head on to the listener questions? Yes. Absolutely. We opened up the chat lines for absolute chaos and just said, hit us with anything that's going. And so, you guys delivered. Yes, they always do, but this especially was a lot. Um, depending on how we get on, we might have to split this and see, but we'll give it a go anyway. Uh, just before we go to the listener questions, we'll take a brief moment to talk about our sponsor, Studio 10 Detailing. Well, indeed. We've mentioned before about Robin. He, If you're subscribed, he does a newsletter. So his December newsletter has recommended some Christmas gifts. So we didn't do our Christmas present episode this year, so I thought maybe we could take some of Robin's Steal recommendations. Yep. Um, so ranging from stocking filler to high-end equipment, if you've been good this year. So first up is a wash mitt. Invest in a good wash mitt. So this is a present... Possibly to yourself, possibly mm-hmm. to a loved one. Um, prevent your swirls. Um, and you can purchase them from Studio 10. Custom ones. I yeah, like they are nice. I have one, actually. Yeah, me too. Uh, next up on his list, iron remover. So like fallout remover, iron X, call it what you will. Um, Very important if you have a ceramic coating. Absolutely. Um, he recommends Gion, the, the yeah. line of products that he uses. Uh, one of the most efficient and fast-reacting iron removers on the market. Perfect for ceramic-coated vehicles and renews the hydrophobic qualities. Next up on the list, one that I think I recommended on the Christmas present episode last year, Wheel Woolies. Yeah, brilliant. Great for cleaning your wheels. Safe, you know, not going to scratch them, damage them in any way. Great for getting into those hard-to-reach areas and stuff. Um, He does recommend, remember to clean them out thoroughly. Oh, yeah. Because obviously they'll hold dirt and stuff. Um, But the last year... He says till next Christmas, but hopefully maybe even longer if you look after them. <laughs> and the last one, stepping up the price ladder, um, but it's a godsend for drying your car, an air dryer, but like a leaf blower. But yeah. you, can all, you could use a leaf blower, but you can also get specially tailored ones that are for the purpose of drying your car. They're a little bit more compact. Helps you avoid those, you know, you've just finished and you've dried it off and then suddenly a big drip of water runs out of the wing mirror or that's, something. Yeah. On the rare occasion I do wash a car, that really annoys me. So uh, that's a couple of recommendations. If you've been very good, you could ask Santa or possibly just treat yourself if you haven't been that good. Yeah. And on the back of that as well, another excellent gift is from Studio 10 themselves is a gift voucher for Christmas. Absolutely. Yeah. So we said before great for someone else or for yourself just to save up buy yourself a few gift vouchers and the time comes yeah. it's all essentially it when it comes time to go ceramic coat your car and get a detail yeah. yeah invest in your car yeah robin's gift vouchers and all his um like marketing materials and stuff are really nice quality like High all end. his graphic yeah. design and stuff it's they're really nice it's that eye for detail and yeah. it sounds very cheesy to say it, but it really but, is and yeah, it ties absolutely. into everything that he does premium service exactly so Shout out Studio 10 Detail. Yep. Ballamina, Northern Ireland. Questions then? Questions, yeah. comments, statements, general debauchery from the listeners? Let's do it. This can only go well. This can only go well indeed. We'll, we'll start off. Uh, a nice one from Unglock Inc. Texas Chris, as I affectionately know him. Uh, love you guys. Love you too, Chris. Hope you're hey, doing Chris. well. Hello. I haven't heard from him a week or so. Must give him a shout. Um, 
what have we got? Jake underscore slow up. Uh, down the drink and give yourselves a pat on the back. He's did a great job this year. Thank you very much. Cheers. Thanks, Jake. Not cheers. one for taking compliments, so we'll Did just say thank you. Connor. Well, here, let's do a cheers. Hi. Cheers. cheers. There we go. <laughs> you didn't um, it. Down it. I'm not downing my wine. I'll take another big sip. Oh, I got steaming by the end of this. Uh, <laughs> what have we got? Um, on a more serious one, we have. Michael K GTI, he says, question for you guys. I'm 20. I've been going to Dubshed since 2015. What's that? Seven years? Seven years ago, yeah. Uh, that's how I fell in love with cars. Anyway, do you think it was easier to get into cars when you guys were my age or now? Personally, if the cars aren't felt spec or as an IS200, you're considered weird. Was it like this back in the, uh, back in the day? The happy holidays, guys. I think it's been an issue... There's always been a divide. We're all car people, but there's always been that divide between what you're into. Mm. And like, we slobbered with the Jap guys, we slobbered the French guys, kind of slobbered everybody. And I kind of feel like they do the same back. So it's, there is a friendly banter. Depends where you're from too. He's Donegal direction and there's a lot of that feltery, shall mm. we say. Feltery. That's, yeah. That's going to the Oxford Dictionary. It is. Uh, definition to felt. <laughs> um, and yeah, for what he's doing is more the dubber side of things, you know, with a petrol GTI and wheels yeah. and lowered as opposed to felt spec. And he probably is a bit of an odd duck out there. But the other way to look at it is too, and we have said for years, and this has been the mantra of Dubshed too, is build a car for you, fuck yeah. everybody else. Yeah. And here's my thing. Be weird. Yeah. Weirdos are awesome. And Lee is definitely awesome. He's <laughs> definitely a weirdo. <laughs> But yeah, build the car for you. Do like, your thing. I drove a Nova to school and people made fun of me. <laughs> the people who drove A2s made fun of you? The, quite literally? Uh, no joke, that <laughs> happened. <laughs> That's why Lee hates that on the cover. Um, It was that colour too. There you go. <laughs> He's going into therapy mode here. Everybody had, you know, back when I was at school around that age, you were talking early 2000s fiestas and courses and, and body kits and more modern stuff and there was me and my little early 90s nova and even my history teacher was like you the girl drives the nova <laughs> i was like yes it's awesome of course luckily one of the other teachers um drove a black mx5 and he was cool he knew the crack quite clearly a car guy yeah one of my teachers from primary school, I remember, this is long before I was into cars, because I was, as I said before, long ago, I was into bikes growing up, and I have distinct memories of a black Mark II GTI with a four-lamp grill, that was oh, his car, sweet. and I don't know, like, if he was into cars, or it just happened to be that that was the car he drove, or what, or I never had him as a teacher, but I just remember that's, I don't even remember why that's what he drove, but just always kind of stuck with me. Which is odd, because again, I didn't really like cars then, so. I, I'm approaching nearly 30 years of driving. That's scary. It is. I think the car scene has become more polarised. But then the whole world has. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, at the end of the 90s, there there was different factions, but it wasn't as... Yeah, in the Max Power era, it didn't matter if you drove a Saxo, a Fiesta, a Corsa... Yeah. If you were doing the same thing, everybody was in on it, you know, like, 
if you had a big body kit in 19 like, and the, two, the two major scenes now are Jap and Dub. Yeah. And yeah, that's right. I remember. Um, yeah, that's a show scene. Yes. Yeah, although there's way beyond that. But for what we're involved in, yeah, I would agree. And I remember even I was talking to Eddie, do you know, with the. McGann. It, yes, the McGann yeah. trophy sport, is it? Um, and he was telling me that he was originally into Volkswagens back like late 2000s kind mm-hmm. of thing. And he says the community in that was really, really strong. And when he went to Reynold, he's like the Reynold Northern Ireland rep for like the owners club. He says you couldn't get anybody to do anything. You know, yeah. And it's yeah. it is odd. But that's probably why those smaller groups don't really do as much. And the Volkswagen and the Jap guys all go all out and do whatever they yeah. can. It was good. Like back in the RMS days, it was more of a wee bit of everything. Yes. And the RMS sort of regulars call it what you will who went to all the shows and stuff we were a total mix of job and french and jap and yeah you know and that was really good no you're right yeah like claire had her 106 gti i had a polo connor brogan at the scooter then craney had a skyline r33 do you remember the early days of rms it was mental yeah it's actually mad some of the mates were just huge it's mad now what it has turned into though for such a broad range of things because you've you've people like Connor Old building old high end cars. You've people with old cars that with a lower budget, and then you've a guy there who recently joined the form. Well, sorry, he's been on the form for a while, but he always built kit cars, like cater him type stuff. And he has recently got a Ferrari three hundred and sixty, which is a full replica of the CS version. Mm-hmm. And I mean it this thing's insane and he's driving the shit out of it you know and it's, it's mad the scope that it has which is pretty cool but at the same time as you say it's a world away from years ago when everybody was all a one community essentially yeah. yeah it's weird but yeah it's always been shitty there's always been infighting factions but I still stand by build your car for you because those people aren't paying your bills to build it yeah that's what it comes down to good mantra uh, Canada but a candle loving no poke no love he says let's go uh, Mark, we are on the way, I have to say. <laughs> Let the tits, let's go. Uh, EF underscore Pierce, he says, Andrew Robinson is having a New Year's party, pass it on. I think we'll have to go to that. Pass yeah. it on. Yeah. So, <laughs> Andrew, or, in fact, no, don't Andrew. Pierce, message Andrew's address, we'll share it, get everybody there to the party. Yep. <laughs> uh, Kane Don, do we know that guy? What's that film, what is it, Project X? I was thinking that, yeah, Project X. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kane Don, we spoke to him earlier. Did I ever tell you about the... I better not say this in the podcast. Well, then don't. <laughs> well, no, no, that's really effective. Uh, I lived out in the country years ago, and a couple of doors down, the parents went away for the weekend uh-huh. and left the two daughters, who were in their early 20s, responsible for the house. Uh-huh. And they get a, they went out the... for the night and then they invited everybody back to the house. Oh, shit. They completely destroyed the house. Oh, really? Punched yeah. walls through. That's the sort of thing, again, you see in films or you hear about, but you never experience. That was, that was a Project X. That was probably in the early 90s. Were you there? No, you wouldn't have been I remember. You. Did I go down? I remember hearing the music coming from the house. Uh-huh. I think my dad went down to sort of try and... All right. I see you stayed away then. Get your ass kicked. Something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ken Don, 
Uh, man says, Santa's dropping a single key into each of your stockings, but it's a car you, you've never driven, and by Boxing Day, you can never drive it again. What's the key for? That's a double-loaded question. Really. I like it. I'm going to pick... Never drive again? Yeah. So is it a car you want to drive, but never drive again? You're, yep. You have it in the... You're, basically, oh. Santa brings you the keys, you have this opportunity to drive it, and you can never yeah. drive it again. Okay. I'm going to pick... A twin cam. A good choice, I would say. Because Haven't driven one. Never driven one. Um, they're all the rage in Ireland, as we know. But I feel like, as you said, because you have driven one, you'd be bored of it after a day. It'd be great crack for a wee while, and then you'd be bored. Yeah. So I think I'd like to experience it. I'd like to try it out. But I would, happily, I would give it up again, just... To say I've done it. It's not something you can see yourself with forever. No. What about you, Nigel? Right. Uh, it's a car that I would love to drive, or a brand of car I'd love to drive, but I wouldn't want to be seen driving. Here it's, we go. That's pretty good. It's is Ferrari. it a PT Cruiser? No, it's Ferrari. Oh. Ah. Because I think it's a very showy brand and just... To be fair... Look what I'm driving. Not a supercar guy, but it's not the one I would go for either. Yeah. But, like... Uh, uh, you know the numbers came up i would drive a lamborghini i would drive a porsche yeah but ferrari i just something about it it's not your thing uh probably an fx fxx go all out then yeah um mine's a little more down market just casual f40 just mine's a wee bit more down market but there's a reason behind this and i i love these cars as a visual aspect and i do believe they're one of the best looking cars ever designed I also feel like I would be underwhelmed by one because they're old and a lot under par now compared to stuff. Is an NSX. Those okay. things are vastly under par compared to nowadays. Vastly under par compared to how they look. Um, but I would love to do the driving experience because I'm sure Didn't Honda have that. Help develop the chassis in them? If or not he, that, it was the R model. I'm not sure. but There's something about Senna with them. Yeah, there? he was involved in it. Could well have been it. Or else maybe the R model, but I think it might have been the base model. And I'm sure they're an absolutely phenomenal driving car. I will never own one with the money of them. I think they're so cool, but I'd love to just try one and go, okay, that's enough for me. Because even if I was going to buy a Honda, I'd still have something stupid like an EG Civic or something. Because, I don't know, I'm a cheap bastard. <laughs> um, but yeah, I like that question. It's cool. Hopefully he's not too drunk at this point as well, I will add. <laughs> Uh, Shorty1919 that's Andy Robinson who's having the house party allegedly good man we'll see you there New Year's Eve and we had said also what he's doing over Christmas blah 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 he says bought a Mark V GTI remembered how much I hated working on Volkswagen so I'm selling the Golf what Volkswagen's like the good easiest choice. car in the world to work on it's Mark V though cheapest car to work on too ah yeah here maybe he is having a house party get his address <laughs> um David underscore Jack underscore Hill. Take us up every time I say drink, 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 drink. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. You need a top up. I do. I'm going to have to get a top up at some point. Uh, he also says, no fun story started with once I ate a salad drink. That is correct. Correct. Well, I My man. I have a drink, yeah. Why not? If anybody wants to get me a refill, far away. Um... What I've else got have we got? Here. You got yours? That's a full bottle, Lee. Very good. Fogel underscore rally 26. Can we have some sort of reload cars and coffee? Need something to go to? 
uh, that's probably not going to happen to be blunt because we don't have time yeah uh, I also won't have a car on the road. I could bring the superb. Dubshed. Dubshed is the Dubshed goal. Is the goal. <laughs> We're being selfish. Uh, Arn Noodle Hegarty says his Christmas plan is to fix Jeffrey the Beetle. Oh, yes. Reveal the gold one on air. Let's come out again. Uh, wish me luck. And smiley face. It's Good luck so with nice. that. It was parked beside me at Dubshed last year. That's right. I... And there were so many cool pictures of it because it was in like the middle spot mm-hmm. out the front of the icon. And there's so many really nice pictures yeah. of it. Somebody got a couple of really good shots of it. And same with your Carly, but it, the color of it worked better. The gold when the sun was setting on it. Oh, it was, it was really nice. It's a really cool car. Uh, it's actually his wife's car, I want to point out. Not his, but, you, you know. Throwback to the Shed 62 Christmas dinner. Jack says, any food related Christmas tree decorations? Ah, I wonder what that message is about. <laughs> you sick bastard. No, no. I do like a wee Cadbury's tree tree chocolate. Yeah. You never had those? No. Like wee... chocolate cre- or Christmas tree decorations? Let's just say they don't last very long around here. Uh, Junior's Restorations. Anyone cutting up a Mark 1, hit me up. Yeah, I think he needs a few sassy leg cuts Junior's and different pieces. If I if make you sick, what if uh, I sent the scrap? Yep. I remember buying two Mark One shells. One of them was half sort of restored mm-hmm. years ago. I bought them in the cheap. Like I'm talking a hundred pounds for two shells. I actually remember you telling me about this, yeah. And I couldn't get rid of them. That's madness. I'd cut your arm off of that. Crazy. We had one in our yard. <laughs> we did. And I got I, cut up. I definitely could have cut it up, yep, that's right. I forgot about that. That was a dose, that thing though. It was rotten. Someone had welded front seat perches into the back seats. It was an interesting car. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, Jay Rice 283, the badge man himself. Shout out. He says, what's something that people do that really winds you up, but it shouldn't? Car related or just in general? Just in general, I would say. People who chew with their mouth open. I knew you were going to say that. I'm looking, at not Nigel. looking at anybody, but I am. <laughs> must be looking at you, Nigel, because I'm a, the perfect boyfriend here. <laughs> table manners of fucking Nero. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Granda. I was going to say bad manners, but that should wind you up. You see, I have a bad manners in my head, and that's the exact same thing is it should wind you up because I have a real hatred for when you hold a door for someone. Oh, and they don't need a day. It happens to me in work, oh. and I literally will turn around in front of everybody and go, no worries, no. I'll hold oh. that for you, no problem. I make sure I make it as loud as possible. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. Yep. I'll hold this all day. Or if somebody, if you let somebody out in traffic. Oh, fuck. Oh, here. There we go. <laughs> this is New Year's Eve. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that went. Let somebody out in traffic, and they don't even acknowledge you. That happened to me today. And you just go, hold on, I'm going, no bother. But those are basic things that should get annoyed about, because it's manners, but what... He's on the pour. There's some camber pour going on here. I'm going to pour it all over herself. I'm trying to avoid the fizz. Um, is that rosé prosecco? Yes, sir. Things is that, that wind up. Rosé prosecco. This is not just any prosecco. <laughs> Why is Batman doing the Alice and Tossing prosecco? Why is Batman doing the Marks and Spencers adverts? I don't even think it is, but it here. looks nice. M and S do a rosé prosecco. It's dangerous. Good gear. Yeah. He's a connoisseur, she can handle it. Uh, something that winds up that you shouldn't. I don't know, I might have to come back to that one. People who... No, see, this should as well, because... Yeah, I have too many pet peeves. 
People who leave their trolley in the middle of the car park and don't put it back in the trolley bay. Yeah, but that's just bad manners. That it's comes from the game. Rude. Yeah. Mm. I was going to say outside lane or overtaking lane, but that should wind you up. Yeah. Shout out, Gavin. That's a tricky question. We'll come back to that one, I think. I like that. I read a thing during the week. I can't remember what the statistic was, but it was something like 53% of UK drivers or something admit that they avoid the innermost lane on a three lane motorway. And I was like, well, yes, I can fucking attest to that. Yeah, you see it. But don't admit to that, you fucking idiots. <laughs> He's getting wound up. We'll move on. You like happy and festive? Happy and festive. Here you Woo. go. Uh, Marie.d91. Happy Christmas to you guys. Thanks for the great content and company throughout the year. No problem. Happy Dark Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Uh, he also says, what's your favorite Christmas movie and favorite Christmas song? Love Actually. Slash Die Hard. It's hard to choose. I thought there was a collaboration there. And mm, it's got to be Fairy Tale of New York, doesn't it? But no, what's the song? Is it? See, Fairy Tale uh, of New York, Christmas movie and Christmas song. To me, it's just a great song for any time of year. I think you can listen to Fairy Tale of New York in July, and it's still a good song. No. 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 Nigel doesn't agree. <laughs> you put that on Jalang, I'll stab you in the throat. Um, Or Stop the Cavalry, because that's a great song. It's a good song. Yeah. That was about World War One, wasn't it? Yeah. That's actually my favourite Christmas song, is Stop the Cavalry or Driving Home for Christmas. I like it too. Favourite Christmas movie, Die Hard. Has to be Die Hard. Two films for me. Although Muppet Christmas Carol is pretty good. Here, Wasn't it Bloody good? good film. We went to see it in cinema last week. There was a Muppet movie about seven or eight years ago. And it was The Gulag and all was in it. Oh, really? I didn't see that one. The best <sighs> Muppet movie. Brilliant. See the Muppet movies? They're brilliant. They're so good. Is Muppet Treasure Island. Is it? It's one of... It, not only see my favourite Muppet yeah. movie, but one of my favourite films yeah. like of all time. I love it. The two films I always have to watch at Christmas... Is Elf, and I've never actually seen Elf. Oh, shut your mouth! Yeah, no, listen. So, Omniplex National Cinemas, Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, shout out. or Christmas, whatever it is, Brilliant. are doing a like a range of old Christmas films. They're re-releasing them in the cinema for like a limited time. So we went to see Muppet Christmas Carol last weekend. Tomorrow we're going to see Home Alone. I've never watched Home Alone like start to finish. I, th- I think I've probably watched Home Alone 10 plus times. Yeah. yeah. And then the following weekend, we're going to see Elf because Connor's never seen Elf. You'll enjoy Elf. I knew the like beautiful I've... thing was beautiful. The, the good thing was we were in New York, uh, when was it? A month ago? Mm-hmm. And you've seen all the. The bits from the film. Yeah. yeah. The snowball fight. I'm oh, sorry, you don't know because you haven't watched it. But yeah, I can imagine yeah. you've seen all the scenes from it. Yeah. We go to start, there's horse rides in Central Park. And that's where one of the, the end scenes in Elf is shot. Yeah. There you go. When and I was in... And across from that is where Home Alone Hotel is. Well, there Home you Alone are. 2, sorry. Oh, 2. Lost in New York. <laughs> Donald Trump's in that Lost one. Harder. Um, when I was in LA, I saw Nakatomi Plaza. Sorry. Oh, it's so good. It's Home Alone <laughs> 2. Did he own that hotel or something? He agreed to let them use that hotel as long as he got a cameo. Is that why Trump's in it? Uh-huh. Ah, that makes sense. So he Sorry. directs him, doesn't he? 
Yeah. I actually always wondered about that. Yeah. So what's your favourite Christmas song? Song and film? Probably National Lampoon's Christmas. It is a solid choice. National Lampoon's Christmas. I keep saying vacation, but it's National Lampoon's Christmas. Like Griswold's. I love it. And what about song? Shitters full Clark. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> song crackers. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> song wise. I yeah. know. I love Christmas songs. You know what Cool FM have been banging out the last week? Uh that's the tone mine. See, no, you've lost me there. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I worked in retail for years. I get sick of them. <laughs> oh well. There you go. Um Chris Morin, my old matey. Hey Chris. Send us a message to say request for next podcast, please. Can there be a section to tell Mercedes to go fuck themselves? Uh-oh. Bastards cancelled my EV order. So basically contact. They did you a solid favour there, son. Well, he and I were crunching numbers yesterday and I have to sort of admit that he should buy Shut the up. EV, but Get yeah, out. don't say nothing. Festive and happy. Festive and happy. <laughs> he uh basically contacted him after his wait that it was supposed to be here in the next month or two and said, Ah, oh, we're discontinuing that. Um Go fuck yourself, basically. Yeah. And you can pick this car, you're back of the, the back of the line again. Happy Christmas to him. That is some bullshit. So we ordered a car and they just went, no, we're not making that now? Yep, we're we're stopping that one. So, there you what go. What the hell? <laughs> so, yeah. He's still trying to convince the wife, he says, to buy a 740D that he can bag. But when you actually run the numbers, it's a big difference. I'd be done with that. Yeah, it's cool. Um, I do cool. love a 7 Series. <laughs> I was seriously considering buying a 7 Series a few years ago. They are cool, big yoke. They're so cool. They're so big. And... The petrol ones are so cheap because yeah. nobody wants them. Yeah, that's that's the thing. And you can gas convert them and work away. Yeah. Uh, the problem d- comes when they break. Yeah, that's the killer and getting parts for them and stuff. It's a bit like my dreams of having an S8. Car, you'll have a hundred grand car problem. It's the same bills, yeah. yeah. Darren C. Comp underscore. Is John Bill's car really pink? It's more pink than you can imagine. Yeah, it's two hundred. It is pink. Yeah. It's Barbie tastic. It is. Oh, we have a we have a message from uh, Corey. I think he's free. We'll call him. Yes. Yep. Here hey, we go. Head him up. Head him up. What time is there? Now? Yes, sir. Corey Sterling, how is it going? Can you hear me? Hello. Is that I better? I can hear you now. Ah, there we go. We're having technical difficulties. So you're on speaker. How are you on speaker? Oh, we're. We're on lots of speakers and microphones and headphones. By the magic of podcasting. I'll be honest with you, I'm not really sure how all this works, but it seems to be working now. <laughs> so we were discussing earlier saying that uh, you're having a bit of a rant about automotive, automotive engineers. Why do you hate automotive engineers? Why do I hate automotive engineers? Yeah. You want, like, the God's honest truth? Always. <laughs> I don't expect anything less from you. <laughs> well, yeah, obviously. I think automotive engineers, I think what happened is a technician slept with one automotive engineer's wife, pissed them off, so they decided <laughs> to fuck every single technician in the world. <laughs> that sounds a bit right. Oh, brilliant. And figure out whatever ignorant fucking way they're like, hmm, you like the Toyota upper control arm. Dan Reed was sending it to me the other day, um, who, by the way, is a phenomenal teacher, um, was removing the bolt in the upper control arm, and it when you get the nut off one end and you go to slide this long bolt out, it's like probably 14 inches long. It dead ends within two inches 
of the bolt head coming out right into the fucking body. So how are you supposed to get it out? Holy smokes. So you take a, take a grinder and you cut the head off and then you slide it out the other end. <laughs> the bolt obsolete. <laughs> yeah, that's a, a nice reusable bolt again there. <laughs> Why wouldn't you have just put it in the end where it goes? Yeah. Or a nice pocket for it to Somebody come out or something. Some technician fucked an engineer's wife. <laughs> wow. It's the only reasonable explanation for it, isn't it? It's the only way. I mean, nobody in their right mind would be like, let's put this bolt in first, then we'll put the body on. <laughs> yeah. I did like They're the like, other ah, We'll get them. Was we'll it get a, them. Was it a Prius you guys had in? We have to remove the wipers to get the spark plugs and the coil packs out? Yeah, the the Prius. Yes, the Prius. That was fantastic. I really enjoyed that one. Um, the Prius, you have to remove the entire wiper cowl panel assembly to replace the spark plugs. Yeah, that makes total sense. But here, here, here's the catch on the early first generation Toyotas. Um, they had rubber. They had rubber. Hang on, I gotta shut the stove off you caught me while i was making my dinner oh <laughs> um which is fine it's one of it's gonna be three thousand degrees in there and i'm gonna wait <laughs> for it to cool down um so on the first gen prius first gen liberal beauty <laughs> the, the snowflake edition yeah you know the buy this toyota Lessen your carbon impact. What are you going to do with it when you're done? Just throw it in the fucking ocean. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> with Drive all it. the lower containers. That's where they used to throw batteries. Throw them in the ocean. <laughs> throw the car in the ocean. Return them to the sea. Um, they had rubber ends on the. They had pliable spark bug boots on top of the coil, so you could bend them and slide them out. And they got keen to that. They're like, yeah, mm, the technician, the, the engineers all sat around the table and probably saw a YouTube video that somebody posted. And an engineer was like, ah, they got smart. <laughs> <laughs> Wrap them in metal. <laughs> so what you're saying I gotta is. got to take that wiper cowl out. They actually had it perfected at the start and then they fucked it up afterwards. Well, they thought, well, they're not going to be that smart, you know, where they're going to bend it over and slide it out. They'll <laughs> take the wiper cowl out because they'll be afraid they're going to ruin the boot. Oh, hang on a minute. Knock it off. Benny in here. I got dogs fighting. Come on. I wasn't sure if that was the dogs or the kids. <laughs> <laughs> no, they didn't think we would we would cheat the system like we do all the time. And like I said, Somebody made a YouTube video, and they were all sitting around, and they watched it, and they were like, ah, no, we'll wrap metal around it. They're going to take that wiper cow out. That's how we designed that. <laughs> it's absolutely ridiculous. My favorite is And honestly, the, I think, I think what's going to ruin the automotive industry for technicians is YouTube, because they're going to see how we cheat the system, and they're going to make it worse. That's a very good point, actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I never really thought of that. But it's the double, yeah. like the double wishbone. Stop posting goddamn videos of how to fix things. <laughs> <laughs> on the fronts of the, like the five the and B6s. six Passats and the Audis and stuff. Who does that? Yeah. Who did that? Yeah. Give me his well, name. No, let's, <laughs> let's, let's talk about air filters on Porsches. Okay. <laughs> In order to replace an air filter on a Porsche, you must remove the bumper. 
Oh, fuck off, really? Mark IV Shipwreck. To replace the, the headlight, you have to remove the front bumper. It's ridiculous. And the Panamera, you have to remove the front bumper. If you watch the video from this morning, I go into detail about how the customer broke all the whoever worked on it before broke all the bolts of the airbox. So they just wrapped them with zip ties to keep it the airbox with the air filters together. <laughs> well, this is why we're phoning you. If anybody wants to see this automotive fuckery that you're up to, where can they find it? You can follow me on IG at Tracer Turbo. And then around noon and one is when the the shenanigans kick off. They could kick off earlier, and they can kick off all day long. It just depends on how much shit we're getting into. I thought shenanigans but were barely, your staple. Yeah, where staple is called, it's called lunch breaks, and breaks is spelled B R A K E S. And it. it's just. Uh, you know, it could be three minutes of me complaining about something, or it could be a full 45 minutes of me complaining about everything, yelling at the text, or why did Mikey leave his dirty boot prints on my toilet seat? <laughs> Lovely. And I like it. Coming in for the last two weeks going, just scratching my head going, why isn't anybody cleaning this? And why? I didn't make the mess. <laughs> I'm trying to justify it in my head being the owner, but I mean, I would clean it up. But I'm trying to figure out why there are boot prints on there. And then I asked him last night why there's boot prints on the toilet seat. And he's like, oh, I had a little accident. I'm like, what you have an accident that you should take your boots off? And he's like, well, I was on the phone and there were customers in here and it was crazy. And I trusted a fart and it let me down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. And he's like, I, don't, I had to finish my phone call, bill out a customer. And by the time I got to the bathroom my underwear were completely ruined i had to wash my ass with wet wipes because oh, wow. i was like yeah there's wet wipes in there i was wondering what that was all about too <laughs> he must eat in the same place as Stefan. he must <laughs> oh, yeah dear. he got a little poop in his pants and then he cleaned himself up threw his underwear out and then <laughs> continued the rest of the day and a pair of car hearts that's why no he, underwear on that's why he's on the big box for you guys yeah, that's why we had to. That's why we made fun of him today. I mean, you can watch the episode one. I mean, there's a couple dry runs out before that, but that was like the I will call that the official one. Excellent. So then somebody made a comment. My buddy Mark made a comment about you should make a make a sign on the wall. It says, "How many days till we shard our pants again?" <laughs> or how many work days have we gone without a sharding accident? Is oh, what I, I made a sign. And I put it on the wall, and I had a line under it, and it said days, and I put one on it. <laughs> I wonder, will it get out of, will it get into double digits? Mikey, never, Mikey didn't see it till like three this afternoon, and he looked at it, and he just wrote, fuck you, in the <laughs> I love it. Well, here, we're going to have to let you go, but before you do, do you want to no, plug No, that's it? fine. I got to go eat anyway. Do you want to plug you some of your shows? Off. Oh, yeah. We got Bag Fair coming up. I, I might move the dates, because I'm thinking about going to, oh, uh, well, I am coming to the 18th sorry the third week in june we lost you there where are you going i'm going to alt race oh very good yes poland so i've got to move the dates for vag fair maine which is not a big deal and then um that'll be in june vag fair maine will be in june and that's on the coast of maine and then the big one in pennsylvania is august 12th and 13th uh york fairgrounds uh you can check out all the information at vag fair.com um we welcome foreigners with an open hand i was going to say you might um, see us we will feed you 
Yes, that'll be fine. I'm more than happy to see you guys. Excellent. I actually would be very happy to see you. Yep. Well, we can attest to your hospitality. And if you're going to be at Ultimate Dubs, I will be at Ultimate Dubs as well. Yes. What about Dubshed? Just saying. <laughs> Don't put him on the spot. Uh, you know what? <laughs> yeah, I might go to Dubshed. Just send me the send me the dates on that. Let me see if I can make that First work. First and second of April, Corey. First and second of April. We'll, we'll let you steer really that. I my wife off. <laughs> I just gotta, I just gotta talk to the commander. There you go. Well, here we'll leave it with you. Thanks for coming on, Corey. Have, have right. a good Christmas. I appreciate you guys. Happy holidays, everyone. Yes, yes you too. And please go follow. Please go follow me. Um, not that I want you to, because I really don't like people following me. But unfortunately, <laughs> now that I'm doing this stupid thing, you have to. I, I, I feel like an asshole saying follow Tracer Turbo watch lunch breaks but it's really good because it's me just being a normal asshole what i really am just me and fun in the shop so <laughs> check it out do well thank you very much mate all right buddy see Thanks, ya Corey. see, see you soon bye bye entertaining as always absolutely the man the lives, mess, lives the a life yeah. <laughs> uh yeah anytime we've ever spent with Corey has never been a normal time so no. It goes always to, good crack. Though. Should you go to August then? Potentially, yeah. It's, it's well up the list there. Yeah, um, genuinely, that man is why we know so many people in America. Yeah, yeah. The hospitality that he showed us the first time to two strangers was phenomenal, and just made us part of the group. East Coast Volkswagen seems just so and, strong, and he's a major part of it. He's a top player in it, and really is for the enthusiasts. It's great to see. Um, we're two hours in. Is that all. Yeah. Oh, sure. It's no time. We do a few more questions, one or two. Is it juggernaut of an episode? Yeah. And then we'll have to leave the rest till the later Christmas episode, between Christmas and New Year. Do that. Okay. Where are we here? Audi Exclusive, he says, Happy holidays, everyone from New England. He recently moved there, so that's he was from Pennsylvania beside Corey. He's now up in um, the cold New England. Uh Jack Lee underscore Mark Two. He says, "What's the one drink you can't stand to talk about after one or five too many?" Top this earlier. White wine. Jack Daniels. Peach snaps. Isn't it funny? You just peach snaps. Peach snaps was my uh, do tell pre-drink drink when I was younger. Peach snaps turns me is my hungover the next day drink that doesn't taste like drink. What peach snaps and orange juice? Just the, the, the richness of it, just like uh, sickly. I love it. <laughs> it is very sickening. Uh, no, I, I'm, I'm keen on the Jägermeister now. I do like it. It's not something you would drink. <laughs> no, like. I'm not a fan. Uh, Donners underscore DB Dailies. He says the war of petrol and electric has been ended with the new Travis Gymkhana. Travis, Travis wins hands down. Correct answer. Yep. yep. Agreed. Can't agree more on that. Um, cool.air.auto got it right that time Lee. Yeah. Uh, VR6 slash R32 turbo or 16 valve on ITBs R32 tur- I can always talk turbo R32 all the time for performance yeah 100% for noise for sound I would have the ITB 16 valve no. VR see the problem for me with a turbo on a VR you lose the warbliness because it chops the exhaust yeah. you just say R32 turbo R32 slash VR6 turbo or oh no I'd go pure VR no turbo yeah no, the screamer pipe and turbo is just king yeah it is good too here they're all good 
Yeah. It's like Father Ted. They've all got lovely bottoms. Here, could be worse. You could be listening to Dyson Electric Car. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, S underscore Doug Shane says, Happy Christmas to all, and here's to more great podcasts and events next year. Cheers. Happy Christmas. Connor, your glass is empty. It is indeed. I'm going to have to. Cheers indeed. Oh, we're cheersing again. So, um, I think we'll leave it at that, folks. We're over Many to more our Christmas-related ones that we have to get in before Christmas. Not massively. No, now we're good. I think we should just sort of round things up and say um, a big thank you to everybody that's listened this this year and people who have been years. on guests, anyone who's contributed to the podcast, people who have messaged in. Um, one actually. Is another one here. Gary Heasley left us a review recently, which I thought was pretty cool. It was nice oh, to see. I'm not a review yeah. in ages. Um, he was very positive about everything, which he's obviously a good liar. Um, <laughs> so, well, well, actually, we'll phone him. Fuck it. Why not? We're phoning everyone. <laughs> it is 20 past 12. Does Hopefully he Gary's know awake. It's only early. That we're going to phone him at 20 past 12. So. It is indeed. Let's see. Does this actually work? Hello. Gary, how's it going? It's Connor Reload. Hi, Gary. Hello. Hello. How's it going? What's the crack? Hi. We're just discussing that you're an excellent liar because you left us a glowing review of the podcast. <laughs> you're welcome. So, yes, so we're just doing our Christmas episode and we thought we'd phone a few people and say Happy Christmas and basically thanks for the support over the time and just thought with the most recent review there, you deserved a call. Oh, thanks very much. No worries. And apologies we're definitely for, not drunk. We're definitely no, not drunk. Definitely not, guys. <laughs> and we're definitely not hmm. about an hour behind where we thought we would be. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, sure. Uh, we're always big into what people are doing with the cars, and you're no stranger to that. You've had a few projects over the years, but your most no, recent definitely. one, you have an Evo. Uh, do you want to tell us a bit about it? Uh, yeah, it. sure. Um, <laughs> pardon? Oh, it's just laughing at me stumbling over my drunk words here. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so it's a it's a nineteen eighty four uh, Mitsubishi Evo two RS. There's only about a thousand eighty nine of them ever made, so there's not very many of them left in the road. No, they're a car that suffered from a lot of things, being cheap and disposable back in the day, and yeah. they suffered badly with rust as well, which is a big Evo problem. Yes. Well, yeah, we know all problem. about that, in fairness, being Volkswagen kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, unfortunately, there's nobody's really sort of making replacement parts them anymore, so it's, it makes it even harder to, to keep them on the road, you know? Yeah, you basically done a Lee recently, didn't you? Yeah, well, I will be. haven't done it yet, but it's coming in like a couple of months. The, you bought a full replacement shell, essentially. Oh. To, now, am I right in saying it's actually a proton shell? Is that right? Proton shell, yeah. It's more or less identical to the uh, the first gen Evo shell. There are a few slight differences on it, but more or less it's the same. Well, well, the way I would look at that is I'd rather slightly modify something than start to make a panel yeah. from scratch, which yeah. is a big help. Yeah, totally, yeah. So. The, the bits that are different aren't too different that you know, you couldn't work with it. So I was quite lucky that I actually stumbled across this car in um, Wales of all places. And uh, well, so I was looking for a random piece of bit trim and uh, they'll deal with the guy and got the car for 
200 quid. It actually oh, cost sweet. me more to get delivered here. That's unbelievable. And imagine oh, lo- looking for a piece of boot trim and coming back with a full car. <laughs> <laughs> it's madness. Yeah. And I don't think any uh, of us are adverse to that. Like, we're not going to rate you for that. No, I'm right there with you. <laughs> See, for a 1989 car, too, like it, it looks like it just rolled off the production line near enough. You know, yeah. I, t- I took the back bumper off and I couldn't believe how clean the thing was underneath. It's almost a shame to cut it up. I know, that was kind of like, Lee's one wasn't to that extent. Yeah, the donor Jetta. But it was kind of that thing of like, it is a shame to destroy this. But I, th- I think a lot of yeah. protons though were bought by elderly gentlemen, maybe garaged. Yeah. Uh, That's probably why. Is there big miles in that shell, do you know, Gary? I have no idea what miles are on. Probably very little if there's if it's in the condition that it's in, there's, I would say. The clocks were removed from it along with the, the engine and gearbox, so if, I have no idea, but judging by what I've seen, I'd say the car's been garaged most of its life. And Sweet. Nice. Probably not really been driven much. Aye, and now it's all its way over here to make parts for a fast Evo. <laughs> <To die>. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Someone was keeping it good for you. Yes, or... So, yeah, very, yeah. very lucky. That's a that'll be a good project to watch. Are you updating that on the Instagram? Are you? I will be. Yeah, I have some stuff up. Um, not enough pull out the content so far, but I will be when you get into it. When I get into it, yeah. And uh, next, I'm waiting on a couple of panels coming from England over the next few weeks. Well, actually, just after Christmas. Um, and then I can start into the the body working. Shit's going to get real. I was going to say the fun part. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, I'm looking but forward to that. It's definitely the challenge of restoring one of those cars that there is so little available for. You know, it's just a pain in the yeah, ass. Yeah, it's tough. Where if you were doing a classic Mini, you could nearly buy anything off the shelf, you know. Oh, yeah. Classic Mini, like a Mark T Escort, you name it. They're well catered for. Please. Yeah, these are like getting the hands teeth. Yeah. Well, uh, do you want to share your Instagram just if anybody wants to follow you to see what you're up to with it? Yeah, it's uh, Mr. MR uh, underscore Beshi underscore Evo 2 RF. Says exactly what it says in the tin. Yeah. Yep. Supposed to read Mr. Beshi. I like it. Well, here, we're going to let you go because it's very late. Yeah, appreciate no you talking with us. Um, no have a good Christmas. I'm Thank sure we'll be talking to you offline as well. I'm but sure will. Yeah. Have a good Christmas. Thanks for your support over the year. Um, we'll get chatting to you again. Likewise. Yep. Have a Christmas, Gary. Right. Cheers. Bye-bye. See you, bye. Bye-bye. Merry Christmas. Bye-bye. Still shocked by how reasonably well this is going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gary's Evo project will be cool. Evo 2 is one of those weird ones that you never really see. You always see the later, even 3s are more common, but like it's always 4s, 5s, 6s, into the more rusty 70s, 8s and 9s, but... And then we don't talk about the tens. I like a nine estate. Oh, oh they God were Jap damn. only. Yeah. They're, they're a cool car. When Leah yeah. Batten's Volkswagens for Japanese cars, that's what she's getting. Well, no, it'll be a Galant. Aye. Or I would settle for an Evo 9 estate. Oh, settle. Just, I know. just when you're talking about Galants, do you remember, maybe you were too young for, the place used to have like import Jap cars undercover. Vaguely, VR four turbo. I can't remember. That's the dream. That I can't remember if I remember that or if I've heard enough stories that I think I remembered. If you know what I mean. I remember driving out of Cumber to the roundabout on the bypass, and I was just probably a hundred meters from the roundabout. And I went, 
they always they had, I think they had four or five black Galant VR Turbo estates. Uh-huh. And I don't know if they're rally art tuned or what, but I remember 100 meters out from the roundabout and it was heading towards Newton Arts, so it was sort of going past me. I went, that's the police off duty, or you know, undercover police, whatever. And by the time I got up to the roundabout and looked down the bypass, which is basically a mile and a half straight, mm-hmm. they were in the distance. Gone. Somebody was having fun on yeah. it then. Yeah. Just like rapid it. machine. Oh, I love it. We're all human, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I suppose that's kind of like today's cops where you still have that undercover element with the Gulf R's kicking around and um, what else? They have the Focus RS's for a while, you yeah. know, the Dodd 1 or 2. Even they've, the they've R- the Gulf R's at the moment. Yeah, they do. Um, I've seen a few and went, hmm. Must something. remember that. Yeah. What's that registration? <laughs> then the LED lights will be the downfall of us all. Yeah, indeed. But uh, yeah, will we wrap it up? Yeah. Yes. I think we're saying thank you very much to everybody. Absolutely. Still amazes us that three years in, people still enjoy listening to us talking shade. Have a great Christmas. Yeah. Enjoy yourselves. Be safe. Do what Nigel's doing. If you're drinking. What am I doing? Do not drive. You're staying over. Yes. You're being responsible. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. You're going to spin you all tonight? <laughs> I like a bit of spooning. <laughs> I can be a little spoon. Uh, yeah. The thought of that has put me off now, so there we go. <laughs> I'm all excited. Uh, folks, enjoy yourselves. Have a great Christmas. Thank you for support. Support your other content creators out there. Support all your local businesses. Support businesses all over the globe because it's a tiny little world nowadays with the internet and all that's going on, all our friends all over the place. And have fun. Could See you later. Absolutely. Drunk and rambling. Happy <laughs> Christmas. Happy Christmas, Cheers, folks. everybody. See you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.